Dick Any dude. wrestlers that you've wrestled that while you're wrestling, you're like, this guy's a fucking dick. Oh, fuck yeah. Name names. Yeah. <sighs> well, it used to be uh, when I first got into WWE, um, Chris Jericho. Really? You know yeah. He, we used to be friends. We used to hang out, go to the movies, whatever. Now we're in different positions in our career where he's promised the world by WWE and feeling like he hasn't been, been delivered upon. And I come in and he feels like I'm taking his place because now all of a sudden I'm beating The Rock, Steve Austin. They're giving me a mega push. And, uh, and according to uh, Paul Heyman, who doesn't mind lying, he doesn't mind telling you something that's completely bullshit, but he was telling me about these conversations Chris would have, you know, about, isn't that, shouldn't that be my spot? Shouldn't they be, shouldn't I be having that match? And anyway, they had us wrestle a lot, and and through the experience of wrestling with him a lot, I, you know, at that time, I found him to be such a political bitch. There was the, the first time was this match where, where they're, they're going over shit, which I didn't even like that. When you're going over shit, I already told you that. I don't like it that. It seems like for safety, you would have to go over that's shit. That's not Otherwise, the way like, she trained throw- us. That makes you better if you don't have to because here's right. the thing let's say you're, if you're gonna that... drop kick me while i'm in midair i kind of want to know about it okay but if you don't have to know because you already speak the language physically then you wouldn't have to know if i'm gonna throw a regular drop kick or a 360 drop kick just to be cool you wouldn't have to know if i'm good enough to get it in there one guy comes off preparation. the ropes. this is old school when a guy comes off the ropes and the other guy jumps straight up and he just ducks and runs through his legs you got to know that otherwise you just <laughs> run into the guy's balls you got to go over some So stuff. with Chris Jericho, I found myself um, getting in arguments every day where um, I was trying to make myself look good, and he was trying to take from it. It was like one time one time in particular, uh, the agents say, you guys are, are going to be in the corner with both of you guys are going to have your heads hanging over. Kane's coming, bam, and slamming your heads with a chair, and you're both going to fall back. Jericho's going to be laying on me to get the pin. He wanted so bad to be on the offense. You know, he was like... Um, wouldn't it be good if I was going to suplex you that way when we fall back, you know, like you can fall off me and I can hit the ropes and like roll on top of you. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, no, I mean, if I'm going to, if you're going to be on top of me, wouldn't I be suplexing you? Um, yeah, I just, I just like, I don't usually go to the top rope, so it wouldn't be something I would normally do. And he was like, being, that's, that's, that's politics. Like finding the way to make yeah. yourself look like better. Like you're on the offense. Like you didn't happen to slip over on the win. You were winning anyway. Those little tiny things that shouldn't mean very much to a real political bitch. Those little things mean so much. They'll fight so much. It frustrates you. I wanted to pull my hair out so many times. So then when you I, get I called the... my wife several times and said, you got to talk me out of fucking leaving and coming home right now. I fucking hated it when I first got to WWE because it was so political and I wanted to fight some people. I wanted to really fight because... That's uh, what I was going to ask you. Yes. So then when you get in the ring with Jericho after oh all the pause, yeah, did you ever just go like, absolutely. oops, sorry, absolutely. I punched you, broke your nose. Well, here's the deal. Uh, the professional... And then he wants to get you back. Yes, And then it go. keeps going and then it goes Thank to you. the next town, right? Thank you. He hated it. After a while, one time he said to me um, after I busted him open, uh, th- okay, after the match... I'm still in the ring. He goes back through the curtains, right? So when he goes through the curtains, um, I don't know what's going on. I'm still out there. I'm high five in the fans. When I go back through the curtains, everyone's kind of looking, like looking at me and looking around like they're expecting stuff. And I go, what? Christian and Test come up to me and they go, they go, oh, Jericho's pissed. He's going to try and fight you. I go, what? They go, yeah, he wants to try and fight you. I go, sweet, where's he at? And they, and uh, sweet, they said, yeah, because I was, I mean, I was very frustrated. I was very frustrated. Honestly, like I said, I don't want to. No, we're just wired differently, you and I. Okay. Sweet, where's he at? Yeah, yeah. And then um, they said that he came back and like grabbed a, um, 
and, and grabbed and started throwing chairs around yeah. and trapped the referee up against the wall and shit because with his rage and shit. And the guy that's what up. you want. So when you want to fight someone, so you gotta make sure you trap so a referee. So I walked up to him down. and he goes, and they, pe many people have done this over the years. They they they're all hot till I talk to him. Go up to him and go, what's going on? He goes, hey, hey, come here. He goes, uh, I kind of lost my temper. You know, you're probably gonna hear from the guys. He goes, I I just I can't have any more scars on my face. I go. So what are you gonna do? You he's do a pretty career? guy. I've done you the Opie and career? Anthony show with him, and yeah. he's a super like handsome yeah. guy. Well, I mean, if you wanna, if that's one of the things you want shoved down your throat, whatever you're talking about, I don't know. But anyway. no, I'm, I'm agreeing with. I could see like a guy. I love worried my about scars, scars bro. Face. I love my scars. I get offended when people go, "You don't look like you have many scars." I'm I like, what? I look was at this. going to say. I start to you. spreading my eyebrows apart, you know, and feeling like you're not looking. But whatever, because they're war trophies. Is there a guy like during them? And I don't hate Jericho anymore, by the way. But I, but at that time when I was coming in, he's a political bitch. Vince McMahon Sr. certainly is a legend as far as our sport is concerned. You came to me in a dream last night. Welcome to WrestleMania! You were standing in a brilliant light. This is what has brought 68,000 into the sky. So many Federation has ever known. If we don't pull it together, I will see all of you in hell. In hell. In hell. There is no next year. There is no tomorrow. Shane and I just couldn't wait for you to die. Rising podcast is this week we're going to be coming to the end of the invasion storyline as we take a look at Survivor Series 2001. I'm William Rinkin, joined by Jason Kiesler. How's it going? Charlie Stabile. Hi, how you doing? And across the ocean, Martin Dixon. Hey. 
Um, so before we really dive into it, just because it's so beautiful, once again, how the past and the future are always parallel, it seems like, or the present, I should say. Um, what do you guys think about the brand split? It's coming. They've announced it. They kind of didn't, they didn't announce it the way I think that we thought they would, which would be like on raw, like in storyline. They just did like a business announcement sort of. So just kind of going around, just kind of give some quick thoughts. Start Charlie. Go ahead. Uh, if you would have uh, brought this up to me probably like a year or two ago, I would have been like, no, no, because I hated the brand split in the beginning. Yeah. I hated the SmackDown versus Raw pay-per-view where it's like, oh, we won. So what? What does that mean? Uh, but now they have such an influx of talent coming in from NXT and they're bumping up people so fast and not enough guys are getting TV. Yeah, it makes sense from that standpoint, but from where I'm kind of bothered by it is they're going to split the title again. That's what doesn't make sense. Maybe. They haven't, have they actually said they'd split the, the that's main That's what I heard. I mean, if they haven't made an official announcement, then that's one thing. But, like, I, I like the idea of a roaming champion. Yeah. You know, like that. Or, or a Brock Lesnar type. He only shows up at certain times. Which they like, did do for, for the brand extension in the beginning, like, for what, the first six, seven months? Yeah, yeah. As, as I recall. Yeah. And Daniel brought up a good point on that Facebook post last night. Why not just make the Intercontinental Champion, like, the head? Like, totally bring more importance to that title, which desperately needs yeah, it. sure. So, so, I think this is almost like an apology for, yeah, we're going to stick with Roman Reigns one way or another. You know, so, true. we'll give you a, a, a lesser world champion that we actually prefer. Jason, what a, do you a think? lesser world champion, which is exactly what the World Heavyweight Championship for some reason was. It's the new Intercontinental title when this happens. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about it for a lot of same reasons. We're going to hopefully see more people with more TV time. Live Smackdowns. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, just one thing that you were going back, you're talking about a champion that, that doesn't go through. If, if we get to talk a little bit about money in the bank, I got a, something I'd like to say about that. But the July, it's what, the middle of July is when this goes live. So I, I'm betting you the first Smackdown, they're going to do the cash in. I'm not going to say who's going to win it, but they're going to do so that way it gets a lot of eyes on it. You're going, oh, it is going to be something special. We have to watch Smackdown. We yeah. have to. Right. Um, so that's going to be fun. Hopefully they don't slaughter NXT's roster too badly, trying to, to put together two full shows with who they have. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting. We're going to have some weeks, three nights of live wrestling in a row. Yeah. Speaking of, how is that going to feel for you, Martin? Real late nights. <laughs> Tiring, I think, is Martin, what do you think about the brand extension? Um, I... At first, I thought, oh, this again? You know, I thought it was smacked of desperation. But, yeah, I can see this being a good thing. Uh, have another go at it, see if it can be done right. Because yeah. um, in theory, it should be that everybody gets moved slightly up the totem pole if they're just on this one show. And secondary champions suddenly become much more of a, an important thing. So, in theory, this could be great. But I also probably said this back in 2002. Right. Mm-hmm. So time will tell. But for now, I think it'll be interesting. I, 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 I hope there is just one world champion. Because I did like the dynamic of you know, one champion. Uh, and then Raw and SmackDown would have to fight for a, the right for a, one of their guys to face them. Yeah, totally. So that I mean... conflict was born out of that. And that... I mean, it's the it's a, a storytelling device that can repeat time and time again. But you know what? It could work. Yeah, totally. I think it. I, um, 
I agree. They should they should be able to make something of it. The problem is, as we saw, if SmackDown has a ceiling, and unfortunately, when it hits that ceiling, then it's like, well, we need those guys on Raw now because yep. they're they're. It can't be better yeah. than Raw. Yeah, it can't be better. So uh, I don't know. Fi- uh, real quick, talking about the we saw Seth Rollins return. Any uh, just quick quick thoughts that you guys have on him coming back? Fuck you, AJ. You're <laughs> out of the picture. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was the only part about it that I didn't care for. I love seeing Seth, but yeah. at the same time, AJ, it just he's lost what four pay per views in a row now. Uh, so yeah, since he lost uh, Mania, Mania, he lost uh, Payback. Three, three, three pay per views. Mania, Payback. Well, fourth Rumble. upcoming, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's unfortunate, but it's cool to see Seth back. Might get that Shield SummerSlam main event. You could, yeah. I feel like yeah. one of them's gonna have the briefcase though. That's who you think, uh, or I th- and I think it's when I say one. I mean probably. It, I think there's a good chance you'd have Dean with the briefcase. Have always a shield guy on the outside. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of? Uh, have you seen Shane McMahon's uh, thing on WWE Network? I have not. It was okay. Yeah, Did you yeah. see it? Yeah. It. it I, I think it, the hype for it was considerably more than the actual delivery. Well, I once think, they got to the most important question, they ended it. Yeah. They, they didn't answer it at all. I don't think I don't think Shane was comfortable. He I don't, looked very uncomfortable. I don't, he was actually combative. I found yeah, like with Mick Foley. Yeah, I, I just um, should have been Austin. Well, because yeah. Austin wouldn't have let him. Because I was reading people like he's being kind of diplomatic with these answers and playing it politically. Austin wouldn't let that shit fly. No, I don't think Shane totally dodged the um, what happened. Why did you leave? He totally yeah, danced never around. Really and we never really found and out. Those promos. That, that was, was one of the big questions that right. kept hovering in and out of the. I would love the to frame. Right. And he's like, it's just disagreements. And then when they got to the last question, which was the other one I wanted to know, which was what is he, what he thought of the current product, mm-hmm. they just let it go. They're like, well, you, yeah. that that story about you and your dad was real sweet. <laughs> you know, let, let's cut it off here. Yeah. And I just what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I Foley's too nice. Martin, did you like it? Were you a fan of it, or I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh right, I'm sorry. Um, it's to me. I just thought the idea of Mick. I don't think Mick would be a great interviewer. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I He's don't think not. he could bring anything out of the guest. And sadly, from what I've heard, it sounds like that was true. Yeah, he can be very odd. Like like some of the sh- shit he was saying, like uh, like when Shane went back and, and hugged Vince and Mick. Like it could seem like a joke, but he was like, "So, are you saying that that hug was more important than the one that if I gave like, you?" And, and this, like, I think this, I think this is really tough. When wrestlers like who are big interview other wrestlers that are big, it was sort of like, or even if they weren't, it's like they want to talk about themselves. Yeah, and that's what Foley that's was really doing. Really hard, yeah. and I understand that's it's hard because like you know you were guys at the highest level, so inevitably you're going to do do some type of comparison. I know if you listen to a lot of Austin, once he he repeats a lot of the same anecdotes with mm-hmm. with various guys. But I always felt like he tries to give you the platform to talk about yourself. Right, it's your interview. No, he's great about that. So, but Foley, like he made a point of saying that when Shane jumped off the cage and Mick saw that, Mick's first thought was, "Well, I need to be the first person he sees when he comes back." Why? Yeah. It, Why? It, you weren't it, even the first one to fall off the Hell in a Cell. That was Sean. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it, he made it a, too much about him. Hell, if he should have found Jimmy Snuka, that guy jumped off the top of a steel cage in the 80s. Like right. when that, and that's that why couldn't have been Mick fun. Foley does that shit all the time anyway. And when you're doing the super Ricky yeah. 80s cages it, that... Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I, I really don't think it delivered where they... I don't think it delivered at all towards like the promo package for it. The promo right. package was more... 
Oh, I've been watched in the. I, I do like that Austin yeah. couldn't do it because he didn't want to go through an airport with his arm in a sling. I don't know. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. That's a great story, though. He always has these, like, the, the freaking story about them trying to rush home because his dog was, like, super sick. And he turns, like, a five-minute story into an entire but it, fucking But here's podcast. the thing. Every time he's appeared, like, at WrestleMania, like, and he has to get physical, he tears his arm. He did it. Like, I didn't realize. Like, he did it 32? We did it after um, the WrestleMania we went to. The mm-hmm. night after, he goes out there and stuns Alex Riley mm-hmm. and beats up the Miz. Tore his rotator cuff. <laughs> tore the fuck up. Tore the... And God I, damn it! I, and, and I love that. He, did you know he hard-weighed Rusev? Mm-hmm. He busted him open, like, pitting him. Good. <laughs> I don't like Crocs! <laughs> his, he cuts his promo on Rusev. It's so tongue-in-cheek funny. He's like, you say you ain't gonna listen to my damn show. Why? You ain't gonna listen to my show. Why? Machka. Machka. So funny. Now they so were. Funny. Shut up. As, as shitty as it was, that was awesome at that little social media lounge on the pre show before Extreme Rules where it was ask Rusev a question and someone was like, What does Machka mean? And he and Lana go full heel. Even though they break their accents, they break character and they go, Don't be stupid, Google it. But it, because you're lazy, Machka means crush. Like it was freaking hilarious. Like, I thought it was like his N-word or something. You know? Only, I, 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 my, like, that's my word. Only I say machka. We're bringing it back. I'm like, oh, like if he just got raped by a bunch of machkas. <laughs> you fucking pig in heat. Whoa, fellas. Where's Dalton? Where's, where's Timothy Dalton? Oh. Like, Blood fuck. The Mel Gibson... Voicemail is, it, I mean, it's a piece of, of audio Hall of Fame <laughs> yeah, loyalty. It's, oh, man. it's brilliant. The man knows how to spin a phrase. Um, so, is this the quickest uh, a word has been reclaimed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. He made Real it quick, last thing, uh, one thing is, last thing I wanted to mention before we went into it. What did you guys think of John Cena's gear getting recalled because of PBR? <laughs> That's real? Yes. I thought that was a gag. It's not. Because no. it's, it it's their colors? Yeah, it oh, it's their scheme. Yeah. Like it's the lo- the logo is it's almost identical yeah. to Pat's. Oh, oh, I ignored it. I wish are, I hadn't. Our red, white, and blue. You you can't say that's yours, beer company, but it is very similar. It, the the like, layout is, yes. and I mean, really, you put them side by side. Oh, and I, they're, man. did you see their tweet? Did, it, I did, but I just kept so funny. I love that. We can see you. We have. Well, <laughs> they're, 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 we have a submission hold. It's called a cease and desist. <laughs> we can see you, and it's a picture of John Cena in his new gear, right next to John Cena wearing a PBR T-shirt. So that is. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and like, and then this is what's funny. I read a Forbes article because Forbes. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Like Rolling Stone has one. Forbes. Oh. No, but um, a lot of these magazines have like a wrestling writer now on staff. So it's actually funny how wrestling has like found its way back into print journalism, kind of. It's okay. weird, but anyway, um, uh, the writer was saying they had talked to a WWE rep, and they're like, "We're actually fully in our right to be able to do it because it's under fair use for them to be able to do that." It's not a parody. Yeah, it's weird. I don't. Fair use is a weird block. Yeah, look at YouTube. Things. It's I mean, that's very, all... very tough to yeah. really navigate that success. Fair use, but. Um, they, it's it's almost like they're saying we're doing it just to kind of avoid and like they're it's like the, they they're admitted defeat they're doing, but they exactly but they didn't want to say that they lost right oh that's Vince talking so yeah. they kicked out at three 
Yeah, they kicked they out, kicked out kicked at three. Out three. <laughs> so it's it's funny. I can't wait to see how quickly. And I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, like when you have to, I'm, the guys they have, the guys they're paying up there to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they've got something ready to go now. Yeah, yeah it's like the, you're gonna put this out tomorrow, right? Monday yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. So John Cena's drink PBR, <laughs> drink PBR. I love when people rib on them PBR, and it's like you know what? You know, I, sometimes I don't have like ten bucks to spend on one bottle of craft beer. So you want to get thirty beers for ten bucks? You that it. was our beer in college. Yeah, that Miller High Life. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have yeah. the beast. Old Milwaukee. Old Milwaukee. <laughs> the beast. Hey, old Milwaukee's best. <laughs> this is your best. Yeah. Well, goddamn. I hate to All see right, your so worst. Let's go ahead and segue into it. So we're heading. We we have finally reached the end of the invasion storyline. Of thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna say it's a halfway point of season two for us, but it's. Three quarters of the way through, I guess. But anyway, the big bad just to be revealed. So, um, it's finally coming to an end. Like, and we've seen like over the last couple pay per views since SummerSlam, it's been a, a rocky road to say the least. But here we are. We're headed to Greensboro, North Carolina, which is awesome because it's NWA, it's WCW country. I've oh, been in that arena. How you doing? Yeah. I like it. How are you? <laughs> uh, You've been to Greensboro. A good, pretty, pretty decent attendance Go here. I think it was what was it ten ten thousand one forty two? Like for that arena, that's not a huge arena. I don't mm. think. Do you have some different? I think it's fifteen thousand. That one site, I've always like. It's weird when I look at it's it because it's, it's not the, it's not the first time that I've seen a number different. But anyway, this part, um, the buys. That's we always like to. So, you guys remember No Mercy three hundred twenty five thousand buys, right? Mm-hmm. Do you where do you put Survivor Series? Four seventy five. Ooh, Jason. Four fifty. Martin. I want to say three three hundred thousand. Wow! Lowball. You lowballed it. Well, Jason, you get you hit it on the head. It's four fifty, four hundred fifty thousand. Both showcases. So this was um, this was a big comeback. This was a big comeback for him just because it was the end of the storyline, and um, Mm -hmm. it wasn't. And honestly, it's not. It's not that far off the grand scheme of things off of SummerSlam. So that's pretty good that they were able to. Because let's face it, there's only one match on this card. Like there's really nothing else that you can build on. Go ahead, man. I was just going to say, there really is only one match on this card. Yeah. Um, the opening video, uh, i watched a couple times. Feels so of, important. I don't, like, I was telling Jason, I, I'm a huge fan of The Doors. Um, the cover is pretty good. I think it's all it's right. It's not bad. It, does, it feels totally off for this. It feel like you needed something a little more, a little heavier. Like, this is a raging climax, you know? Yeah. Uh, this, this, is, this is my body should have been, shouldn't it? Yeah, see, I think this is, I, I, I agree. I think that this would have been a little bit more appropriate for it because it does seem like it, it, when you're going into the big final third act, like you have to have a big song to kind of close it out. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a good video. Like I'd say outside of my way, it's probably yeah. the best one we've seen in our run this Season two, would you say? Or yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. I, I was into it. I love how Blassie just yeah. kind of crossed over at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just, I'll, I'll kill myself. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> it. I don't want to watch <laughs> it. They always make a big deal about Blassie getting up and walking, but he's clearly walking. Yeah, and the cane is. That's not why I'm saying he crossed over. And the cane's not touching the ground. He is hovering. <laughs> Greensboro. I'll, I'll watch it from above. Um, Fuck it. I'm tired of this invasion crap. We are too. <laughs> yeah, that that's the, the prospect of more invasion stuff. It was like one of those. Just leave your body, Freddy. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so let's dive into it. First match is for the European Championship. This one. Wow, talk what about a surprise. It. Huh. Christian, who's now man, talk about landing on his feet. Uh, <laughs> at not... last, the world is mine. 
<laughs> he is defending the European right. Championship against Al Snow. Shane McMahon buried the European title on that podcast. Oh, did he catch did. That? Yeah, he said coveted European yeah, title, coveted. just like his dad did right. during that Austin match. And and Mick's like, you don't. You, are you being snarky right now? No, no, it's coveted. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, yeah. Um, this is one of those matches where it's like the tough enough trainer is showing off for the for the tough enough contestants. Exactly. Al Snow never wrestles like this, no. No. which is good. Especially because he starts looking at the crowd. Should I headbutt him? Oh God! You want me to give him head? I think he no. was anticipating that they would pop more for his signatures, and they didn't. Nope. I think the crowd forgot what the snowplow was. Right. Right. So yeah. the announcers. I, I agree. Oh, oh, not even that. But <laughs> I love the announcers. I. Like became me for a second. I always forget what the impaler is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jr. miscalls the impaler. He called the unprettier. Well, oh no, no, no. The, I'm sorry. The, yeah. There we go again. Yeah. The, the unprettier. He calls the unprettier the DDT move that Christian oh, does. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, oh, right. sorry, folks. That's the unprettier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just going around real quick. I mean, like the interesting thing, and I don't know if you guys. I felt like they did this. On, this was deliberate because this is a very strong, just mat technical wrestling match to start Good. off with, which. Would you say fits this crowd because that's kind they're of they're into it. What, yeah. what is a green like NWA territories? I guess right. I'm getting at. Like, is that something you think like not is a deliberate good opening match? Uh-huh. No, I mean, like, not talking about the match was good, but I mean, this is not how I would have started stuff off, especially because kayfabe wise, it was supposed to be impromptu and just made on heat, mm-hmm. like the commentators were saying. Why is your first match the one? Oh, well, I'm sure we could squeeze you in. How about at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Not well, a. Uh, not, not a fan of that. Martin, why don't you dive in here? What are your thoughts on this match overall? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't especially thrilling. Nothing about it kind of grabbed me by the, you know, the testicles and said this show is going to be awesome. Yeah. Which is kind of what you want from an opening match. Oh, it's it was nice to see, nice to see Alan <laughs> Snow again. It was. That was about it. Would it be accurate to say this felt like more of a plug for the TV show? Yeah, absolutely. He's wearing yeah, a shirt. Definitely. He's showing off. He's wearing off. tough enough, too. Do you notice his tights, what they said? No. I don't remember this. The snowman cometh. Oh, oh yeah. The audience he's got, goeth. He's got a cover. <laughs> across his ass. Yeah, right across his ass. Yeah. Uh, did you like that Christian called them South Carolina? Yes. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I marked out. His opening <laughs> promos, and JR hates it. Yeah. I, JR was really upset. I don't know what he said, but I wrote JR doesn't like it. <laughs> but um, North Carolina. Right. Christian yeah. won this title in a house show. Yeah. Is that right? They said non televised. Yeah, non televised. Right before Rebellion. It wasn't even on Rebellion. No, it wasn't even on Rebellion. No. Because then they'd have to recall it. Mm-hmm. Martin, do you have any like uh, any recollection of Rebellion when it was over there for you guys? Uh, no, I, I genuinely can't remember any hype surrounding it. I got you. Austin and Rock main event. And I, yeah. I, I didn't see it. but They feel so... I, I don't know. We'll get to that. I, I will. They feel like they're put together strictly to pay for the trip. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get some pay-per-view buys yeah. to pay for this. So Al Snow's showing what a great mat technician he is and all that shit. And then he does a snowplow right next to the ropes. Oh, Co- covers him. Christian's hand is clearly out of the ring. <laughs> but, oh, that's not good enough. I've got to get my leg yeah, up. There, was this where another Horrible. Teddy Long, like... Was, oh. this, was Teddy the ref or was yeah. it somebody else? Yeah, it was Teddy. Yeah, well, oh, Teddy's a... I, because now, The way he counts is just awful. Poor Teddy. He's just not a very good ref. Yeah, it's like he, it's like he thinks he's hurting the mat. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry... Maybe it's Teddy's, my job. Teddy's from Krypton, <laughs> but, and he has to treat um, the world like his cardboard. Cri- <laughs> the one thing I'll say, I'm, I'm glad Christian is still in, even though it's not really a major title, it's still like, 
they found a way, like, even though he lost the Edge storyline, like, mm-hmm. they're keeping him somewhat heated. Right. Did it's you notice much, the crowd started but... chanting, we want Edge? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I thought they were yeah. saying, we want Head. Was oh. it Head? We want Head. Was we want Head. Oh, thank God. Okay. Because okay. no that pissed me off. No, because there's no... You want Head? Yeah, it didn't even have his music. He had I know, what was that? Yeah. It's a generic song, because it's the song they looped through the whole night. Because I found what the real soundtrack was for this, and it was this was the Puddle of Mud, yeah. the Smack My Ass pay per view, which we're going to use for the right, right. Yeah. This was this one, so I'm not sure, it, but it was because remember Tough Enough was on MTV, so they were all using all licensed music, yeah. And he had a Tough Enough two shirt on, mm-hmm. even though Tough Enough had I think just finished, yeah. Mm-hmm. Prior because Maven it comes from Tough Enough one, yeah, right. right? Maven Tough Enough two one. is. Uh... I think that's that's when I turned it off. That's the one where Both women. two women win. Yeah, sorry. It's like like you pick one woman, one man. They went, no, oh, women. Well, because <laughs> the guys weren't that good and tough enough, too. But these these things don't matter. Like, True. What was that guy that won the last one, the greatest tough mm-hmm. enough ever with Austin? Oh, it's a... Uh, is it a two-letter guy? He was like the... What was no, his no, stupid no. nickname? The Danimal? Or, like, no, uh, not the Danimal. No, it wasn't him? No. It, Danimal was way like, early. Something rage. Uh, it, oh, it was just yeah. a, it's rage is right. I forget. He ended up getting released anyway. He got a yeah. stunner from Austin in the ring. Vince didn't like the way he took it. And that was... So, nah, you're gone. I'm like, <laughs> what kind of investment is that? Oh, shit. So, the match Chris, is... I think the match is good. It's a decent opener. I think this is... What's good is, like... As, a, as opposed to the hot opener that mm-hmm. we've been used to, we've gotten that a couple of pay-per-views in a row, it's really respective of the venue that they're in. And yeah. I think that's really cool mm-hmm. that you did that. And it's not to say that, like, you know... Geographically, everyone prefers a different type of wrestling match, but this is a very specific area with histor- with history and wrestling. Isn't this the first uh, Starcade? Isn't that where this was? Um, I, you know, man, I'm, it's either that or the Omni. It's one of those two venues <laughs> yeah. for me. I don't I remember. It was in North Carolina. I don't think but it was I bet, in Atlanta. Yeah, it could have been Charlotte yeah. for all in it. I'm not sure. Um, but. <laughs> just still love Christian's music. Yeah. Oh, yes. like, yeah. Even the part, like if you take out the beginning part where it's the opera singers. His music is such a good exclamation point. You can just play, I'm done. I'm going on break. And just stroll out, and it would work amazing. Theme music. Yeah. Yes. So I- <laughs> my, my theory is that Brock Lesnar's theme is perfect for post-coitus celebrations. <laughs> I've had I'm better. Tired. Yeah, I've had better. <laughs> <laughs> I've had better? <laughs> nice segue into I've had better. <laughs> Awesome. So backstage, Austin and Deborah arrive. The alliance. Oh, this, this is, is so funny. The, so funny. The, Booker T is really angry about him smiling. Yep. Um, Austin and Kurt have some business. It's rather funny, of course. But um, and this <laughs> shot was not framed well. No, it was horrible. You can't Booker's see like Van Dam at all. Talk about this this one little like piece of dialogue here, Stephanie. How come you didn't return any of our phone calls, Austin? I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is. I, I think that he sounds I, like a child. I, and we'll cover it in more detail at the end. Steve Austin looks like he has no business being here. He has, mm. doesn't want anything to do with this at all. Like even just watching him just do those reactions to those questions, like why are you return? He just looks That's like he's on part. autopilot. Yeah. Well, he looks yeah. at Rob Van Dam like Rob Van Dam says something. Rob Van Dam doesn't say anything, and Austin still gets like chippy with him about. Did you forget mm-hmm. your line? Oh, Rob Van Dam's got a couple of moments tonight where I'm like, uh, I think he, I think he took a couple hits. Before he went out. 
Oh yeah, one moment in particular sticking out. We'll get to it. They in bong water. What are you talking about? The whole um, the whole crux of all this is supposed to be there's they're worried that Steve Austin is defecting back to WWF. I hate red herrings. Right, right. It should have been him. That would be the 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 modern way of doing it. Right. Oh, it is him. Well, when you look at Raw the next night, it pretty much. Well, it doesn't make sense the way it is. I'm gonna wrestle my heart out only to turn. They they do something really like. I did watch the Raws and the next two Raws after to kind of get a little bit more like of the fallout of this. And they try to like explain it. They try to. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It It's decent enough for this kind of wreckage of a storyline at the end. But anyway, um, we now go to, we go to Vince and Linda. Now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, this is Linda. one of those nights like Vince McMahon is one of the best talkers as well in the business so this is Stephanie so Shane this is a night where all of them are off the, especially oh, Vince well, Vince is he's, off he, he's bad. playing off Linda which these segments Linda's a piece long. of cardboard like, well that's why I said that earlier the first 30 minutes is, is the yes it was a good geographically speaking way to start you put me down no I'm not okay coveted coveted with you over there rubbing Non-televised. Yeah, non-televised. Coveted. Um, but Citizens on the... patrol. <laughs> I just want to make them laugh. Anyway, that's the, uh, it's the opening match, and then immediately, like, 15 minutes of promo. Yeah. Like, it's immediately. A, it's just like, they, you get the crowd kind of warmed up, and you immediately cool them yeah, off. Cool off. With a shit-happened promo. Yeah, exactly. He said it twice, right? He says it him. It's booking it. Yeah, yeah, and he's because he says it again. He says it a regal, like a, a regal pops in. And he goes, see, Linda, shit happens Beep. in my hands. In my hands. That's gross, Vince. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it, Vince, I'll love that. Oh, shut up. And they're once again teasing the Austin turn, is what the whole yeah. point of this becomes. It's like more like trying to sell you on Steve Austin turning, which, well. Why did Vince smile in the middle of that comatose reaction to Austin giving him a stunner? Because I think the way I read it was Austin's back. You know, oh. True, Austin hasn't stunned Vince since before Mania. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the way I took it. Because I do remember that. (laughs) That's a a gift now. (laughs) (laughs) So now, like, let's let's head to the ring for this. I, I was really excited for this. Uh, Regal versus Tajiri, which is actually something happened. Possibly, and then I and then I thought about it. I was like, well, maybe not, but maybe so. I think you can go either way with it. Regal against Tajiri. This is a good. This is good. We like this because these guys have been together. They've split up. They try to once again like you don't need the Tory stuff really to get this over, but they use it anyway. Is Regal enough of an asshole yet? Yeah. (laughs) This is another match that demonstrates how quickly he can be hard weighed. I mean, like within that. Is that what did it? Yeah, that kick. That, yeah. that he breaks his nose with that kick. Holy shit! It's ridiculous. He looked pissed. Oh, I couldn't wait. I was like, stiff. <laughs> really did. S- stiff Regal is the best. Regal. So, Martin, let's kick it off with you. Talk like this one doesn't. This is like a two minutes and fifty second match. It is a squash match for Regal to win. What did you yeah. think of this one? It's such a shame that it was so short, but I still think this is is my favorite match on the entire show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I love Regal. I love Tajiri. Um, yes, it's only three minutes, but God damn, it was some good minutes. It's a, it's uh, a three good three minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish um, it was longer. It's very scrappy. Would you say very, yes. very scrappy? I like that. I like that though. It felt authentic. It felt real, as as real as wrestling can feel. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Uh, especially with Regal getting you know getting his face opened. 
I, uh, I, I thought this that was great. I just don't think William Regal needs to hurt so much women. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like it's weird that he, he he went over with what is it the double underhook power bomb is what yeah and I remember yes. like when he, yeah I remember when he covered him I thought oh he can't win with that but then I thought how could Tajiri push off Regal yeah Regal is a big guy and yeah. then sure enough three and I'm like well and I I honestly think something happened with that rope spot okay when Tajiri got yeah. his neck caught in the rope that yeah. looked horrible yes yeah. it did yeah and then he and then he starts. Worked. Pulling on him, like Ooh. as his neck's in the rope, and yeah. just, no, because there's none of the spots. Don't get a tarantula spot. No, Don't yeah, get, we do. They, 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 they try. They, they they botch it the first yeah. time, and then they redo it and uh, they and they nail it. But no green mist. No green mist. No we do get the springboard back elbow, which Jr. points out. He got him right in the nose. And they bring up his economics. Degree. They do again, but <laughs> it finally makes sense why they're bringing up because yep. he may be unemployed tomorrow. So at least it's something he can fall back on. Finally, not <laughs> it gets just, a payoff. Yeah, it finally gets a payoff. To, uh, as stupid as it is, if you've got a degree in economics, who cares? He's a very now, smart he, young man. Now he may be fired. Okay, yeah. good. Good oh, for you. You can go work with Bernie Madoff. <clears throat> I felt like some of the places where I read about this match, they point towards the hard way on the nose being a reason why it was shortened, which I was like, I don't buy that. Because Regal's a pro. Yeah. I, I don't see I think the next thing is probably... I don't think he could continue. Uh-uh. Like, that's what I really think. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, like we just saw what happened with Enzo when you hit... When you hit those ropes with a certain amount of force, you can't and teach that. that. And, and honestly, anytime that spot's happened, it's never been intentional, no. or very rarely been intentional. Yeah, because that was weird how you do that. But here's here's what's great: is oh my god, you all right, young man? Your neck's hurt. Oh fuck it, I'm gonna power bomb you and end this match. I'll make it worse. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna kill I'm you. I'm gonna make it believable that this is gonna end the match. But we do get Regal's new music, which we're almost to the final form version of Regal's music. Four times. Right. Intro. Final four. First outro. Second outro. And some of his best gear, the black with the... That's yes. my favorite. Yeah. That black Blue. gear. Uh, Trip. I also forget how good a shape he was at this point. Yeah. Because Regal's a guy who easily gets a little loose in the gut. Yeah. Um, and, and But he's still like in good well, shape. He looks he's like one of those old guys. school like 50s exactly. wrestler. Yeah. That's right. the way he always looked. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I... Because I know... Obviously he wrestles for years to come after this and there are points in time where sometimes it's in better shape than others but this is one reason really great shape yeah it's it's just a bummer it's it's as short as it is because the contrast of styles is amazing yeah it's man. one of the best and it meshes so well yeah it it's, really does it's clearly the match that you could cut time on though for all these bullshit promos I mean where we're talking about something might happen they had 15 minutes of promo right before it. they feel they I don't remember, I don't know how long this next next match goes, but this one's Too interesting. Long. We're going into a video package for yeah. Edge versus Test. So basically, it's our U.S. versus Intercontinental champ. But more importantly, it's really like the two guys that are getting the biggest pushes. It feels like in the mid card are finally going to. And they could both be each other's stunt doubles. And Close. well, yeah. Edge's promo. About oh, it's so it's much really better. Fun. Oh. Well, uh, it's it's really good. Oh, do we need we need to mention the Test thing first. Yes. Right? How he yeah. says parte. Yeah, and then offers to unite with Stacey. Hi, I'm going to sexually harass you while it's documented in front of millions. Which I wonder, is that when they got together? I'm serious. Did that happen? They they really were together for a long time. She's about his height, so... So, Wait a minute, Clooney's got Tess's second hand? Oh, George! And David Flair. Is that that trading up or trading down? What is her type? (laughs) David <laughs> Flair, Tess, and Clooney? <laughs> it's, uh, Damn it! It's Bruce well, Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. <laughs> well, clearly she's going... <laughs> <You're> fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Took me a second. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, 
<laughs> we talk about Edge. Edge. I love. Um, I. I love. I lost. What's that old boot? <laughs> it's such a. It's, a, it's almost like one of those Billy Gunn promos that he drops because yeah. it's really kind of it, it, it. Some heat to it. Yeah. But anyway, this match is fascinating because I feel like the first two acts it takes it takes a while for this thing to hit on all cylinders, but by the time it does, yeah. this thing's awesome. It just takes a while to do so. That's what I think hurts it. Mm-hmm. Go around. Charlie, go ahead and start. What go did you around. think of this one? I thought it was all right. Um, I, I thought Edge was a little too comical with the rest spot. Uh, his hand was... <laughs> this is the one thing I really remember. His hand's coming down. He actually stops his hand from coming down with his other hand. Like, like he grabs... I do, this to uh-huh. White, I do this to White all the time when he's passing out. Like, when he's... When I'm, uh, uh, one! Uh, it's so... Then there are times, like, he will... He'll pop it back up, and it's great. Yeah! Which, by the way, by the way, he pops when I do Pantera Walk. I'll be like, what do you say? Yeah. People start laughing. It's so funny. See this? Tears. That's beautiful. So funny. But anyway, um... What did you guys? All right, Jason. What did you think of like the test test spear? I thought was awesome. It I looked it was good. A didn't great it? Spot. Yeah. From a guy that a guy that big. Oh, he hit a spear. Yeah. Looks devastating. Yeah. Like yeah. Edge shouldn't have gotten up. That's my thing. Is like it, this was one of those times where trading the finisher. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't mind it because it, it was done. It was well done. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. So. Especially because one of them is just a big boot, and anyone can do that as long but as you're six four. So. His, the best big boot. Like, if he had a yeah. leg drop that followed it, I would absolutely believe he could pin a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, that combo specifically. Yeah. Well, yeah the what did you think about, um, <laughs> what did you think about the actual finish with Edge doing the roll-up for the win? Oh, yeah, he did a victory. I, yeah, didn't mind it so much. Because um, both of these guys are still receiving a push. And I think I would have hated for Test to, for his push to just die. Yeah. By getting speared, you know, whatever Edge's finish is called, you know, clean three. I I didn't mind it. It played into the story of, like, desperate situations. I I thought the finish was great. The match went on far too long. Yeah. But by the end, it really picked up. And, yeah, Test's spear was amazing because he actually grabbed Edge and looked... Instead of just, like, a, a shoulder tackle, which so many spears end up looking like. Right. Mm-hmm. It's... He, he, he he basically just thrust all of his weight into Edge, grabbed him, and then <laughs> dropped him to the uh, to the floor. I will say that they both look like potential stars. Yeah, on the match. Yeah, yeah. It's the a, only thing is, mm. Test's gear, the grey with the, uh, the purple and the teal, looked awful. <laughs> the T stands. No, I, 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 yes, this is I, teal, teal, teal. It's it is fascinating now to think where these guys are going to go after the invasion. Because because here's 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 what here's what it's, here, what's fascinating is I watched it two rounds after, boy this feels like an afterthought, <laughs> this match unfortunately yeah. Yeah. it doesn't feel like anybody goes anywhere because the the night after all is so funny because it's such a push towards the unification of the titles mm-hmm. it's like, like all this stuff just kind of gets pushed to the side but um all right so I will uh, crowd with the crowds um. The crowd was really into this one too. Yep. This isn't. I wrote that yeah. down only because they, they they didn't see. It took them a while to get into it, but by that by the time they were trading off the finishers, it was incredible. It was really good. The crowd didn't seem to mind slow burns. No, right? they're not wanting instant gratification. Which is I, again, I I do think is a product of where you're doing this and the type of wrestling that these people have grown up with. But anyway, um, Edge going over, right guy to go over, right way to go over with the roll up. Yeah. It's great. Um, 
backstage now. Uh, Angle is uh, <laughs> Angle's checking on Steph. She recaps all the alliance's issues and is uh, well. She's scared about becoming a regular person. Definitely mm-hmm. has clean toilets. Yep. And then uh, Kurt says he'll keep an eye on Austin. And Kurt's got a lot of like underarm sweat going yes. on with this shirt. I, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for noticing. Oh, that I did. I was like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> nice, uh, nice gold. Because he's, he's nervous about what he's what he's about to do at the end. <laughs> he's really debating. You it. Just explained it. It's perfect. There it is. Very so, got to tell. Now we see the cage. The cage starts to lower. Oh, uh, it's like, oh, what's this? Yep. And uh, we go backstage now for another promo bit. This time, Lita, Lita thinks something is up with Matt. She's asking Jeff, "Do anything?" Matt's acting strange. He's been dressed up Ma- like Corella Deville. He's been- <laughs> Matt's the first wrestler I've ever seen that can hear behind a closed door. <laughs> he came out and he knew everything that was going on. Yeah, he's like, what's wrong with me? Uh, he's got, is there a peephole in that door? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how now you see me. It, it, it's Team WWF is what's on the door, right? It says Team WWF, right. but it's supposed to be overwhelmingly upsetting that Trish walks out. It doesn't say Team Extreme. It says Team WWF, and then they're together all at the end of the night anyway. Yeah, I mean, like if she had come out like wiping her mouth off, going God. Oh, good luck tonight. That would have been that have been pretty rough. But thank you, Martin. This Martin is from, Ed McMahon. I, I think this is from a previous. Uh, there's there's a there's a bit in a video package from like the previous pay per view where Matt caught Stacy off the apron and yeah, then Lita sees her. He just her. That's the funniest thing so he's ever done. Because she's looking at him like she's well, selling remember, it. He he was like checking her out hardcore during the lingerie match. Understandable. So, so like they they bring it up from then, but like you said. Yeah, not doing anything with it, just staring off like. Can we yeah. talk about how goddamn ridiculous Jeff Hardy looks? Yeah, <laughs> he's got blue hair. Why's he got blue hair? His, it's so blue. And, yeah, and he puts his hat on, and he puts the fucking ponytail. He pulls it through the back of the hat. He's just standing there, and just. Yeah. You know, some some type of girls look really really good with their ponytails through the back of the hat. Jeff Hardy, some or type, not one of those women. Some type of yes, yeah, some type of heavy set Brits do as well. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, okay, can we talk about Howard Finkel for a second? Because okay. this was never even cleared up. So he claims that the Dudleys are the, uh, what is it? He claims that they're the WCW. No, and he claims that they're the WWF tag team champions. But they're wearing the WCW belts. And then the Hardys yeah. come out, and he claims that they're the WCW champs. But that, those are the classic tag titles. for. And Jim Ross never changes it. Who were the champions? Um, well, no, who were the WWF well, champions? Well, all right, so <laughs> last month, TV. I'm pretty sure the Hardys were the WCW right. tag champions. They were the champs last so pay-per-view. So Finkel just, fuck it! Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the rules were just fuck it for this match. Because, oh, good. Well, yeah. oh, good, the rules. Yeah, let's talk about this because fucking this thing. this is a cage match. Uh, before, before, we, mm. before we get into it, um, I was watching this through headphones. Oh. Um, no, listening to this three. I was going to say you watched it through headphones. Amazing. Yeah, that's talent. Um, but at the the end of the Hardys um, backstage stuff, you can hear Kevin Dunn issuing orders to get ready for the police pyro. <laughs> you, if you if you listen and you turn the volume up, you can hear him clear as day. You know, counting down to the uh, to the pyro. Oh man, mm. not a good start. <laughs> so it's bad enough that this match has. A cage match have, has a referee. That's bad enough. On top of that, this match has uh, tags. 
Yeah. At least for in a the little beginning. while. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been different if it was a tornado tag match in the cage, okay. But it's like... Well, yeah. yeah I, Hogan, Beefcake, Zoo, Savage. I right, always what I was If you put the cage down, there are no rules inside. Except yeah. there's exactly. a ref to count if you're doing If you're going to have to do it, there's a ref to count. That. But there's tags going on. And I don't you feel like they, they should have learned their lesson Sorry. from SummerSlam yeah. with Taker and, and Kane versus DDP and Canyon where it's like, as soon as one of these guys gets out... Oh, you're fucked. And and they try to once again play it off like and Heyman does a great job of trying to say like oh what an idiot Matt is yeah. like you screwed your team the problem in this match becomes in Jeff doesn't like say like dude you're an idiot why did you leave me Jeff no sells right. him abandoning it well, wouldn't well, it be a lot easier he's got more issues to come like oh, clearly yeah. the dumbest wouldn't it be easier to try to pin one of these guys. Because the thing that drives me nuts about shit like this is, okay, you need both guys to leave the cage. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, wouldn't it make sense that you'd have to pin both guys if they're if none yeah. of them leave? Yeah. Like, that's what doesn't make sense to the whole thing. A cage match should not be elimination. No. It is no. one, one type of fall. Yeah. Whether one guy gets out, that team wins, oh, or... That's what I prefer. I mean, they, I, they both I, have to get out of the cage. Yeah. Yeah. Or if there's no pinfall, just you both have to get out. Imagine how fucking crazy that was. Yeah, those are the good ones. Those yeah. are the good tag ma- uh, just cage matches. I, I just don't understand. And the, I mean, honestly, like, there's not. I don't have much to say about this match until Jeff decides to, to kill himself. Yeah. And he does. And I will say, he hits yeah. that table dead on. Yeah. Man, it's amazing. That would have hurt Devon a lot. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Devon said, "Uh uh-uh. That's yeah. a hell of a bump. <laughs> Flip. I keep the Swanton misses, and then, I mean, just the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. Fuck! Fuck! He, he all but shit his pants yeah. and died. Yeah. And then I'm laughing because here come the paramedics. Right. They've got the stretcher with the detachable red brace that you put under people because you're not supposed to move them. And, and just Matt try. Hardy, Lita, and two referees just pick up Jeff Hardy's corpse. And you see the one paramedic sliding under the rope. So you, that's what the red thing is there for. You roll people. I don't know what it's called. I'm not an EMT. You roll people on it so you can secure them, so they you don't move them and jump. Like them. watch the Enzo thing. Yeah. That's how. That that's when you know it's it. real. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the problem, though. Is like you can't like you'll know whether or not one of these spots is for real or not by how the paramedics paramedics uh-huh. if they even are treated because some of them are just like jostling the fucker around like it's nothing. <laughs> and other times you can tell like if they're really taking good care. It's probably a real legit injury. Uh-huh. The the other problem is you're clearly setting up to do the split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is Matt even give a crap? Why why don't you just like why is he oh well I'll help him out. So, Cuz for the next night like they pretty much do another kind of um Fisher angle with um him and Lita and everything because he, he the next night's awesome cuz Lita's wrestling Trish in a terrible match. I know they'll I know they'll have classics we'll put on the barn burner down the road. This one's a, a god awful match just botched after botch. She uh he is holding Lita on the outside. She baseball slides into both of them. Mm-hmm. So they're both down. Matt picks up Lita, tosses her back in the ring, and Trish pins her once. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all pissed off at him, and he's just sort of like, what? Right and so it's like, why didn't, you just, why didn't you just execute the split right here at the pay-per-view? Like It seems like the, the high point to do it, uh-huh. if what, you're going to do it. What is your problem? You're... You're what was it? I love how Paul Heyman goes. Matt uh, Jeff Hardy can resist anything but temptation. Uh, I've been tempted by a lot of things. Jumping fifteen feet through a table. No, I can tempted by the fruit of another. Yeah. I mean, it happens. <laughs> this is a terrible match. I'm sorry. This is awful. 
I really don't like this. And I know a lot of yeah. people do. I've read I've read some interesting opinions. There are people that I actually like, really I like, like it. it. I like it. I hate it because of this ending. This mm-hmm. ending is stupid. It's yeah. so dumb that he would get up there and then just do that spot. Like that that yeah. kind of hurts I'm Jeff what Hardy. they did. And uh, but anyway, but she Stacy Keebler's ass. So is that? Oh my so God! What, what, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I forgot so about that. Don't think uh, me. Dude, I didn't even write it down. I was it's, floored. Uh, <laughs> just, dude, dude, even before she did that, she we would, don't need descriptions. No, <laughs> she would walk by the ring, and you could see like this guy on the barricade, like try to get an angle. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you doing? <laughs> and I love yeah. how Nick, Nick why Patrick. Did, why did she have to pickpocket the corrupt referee? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this isn't like this is Earl Hebner or the one bastion of hope. He'll just give it to you. Little, a little, little nature. She doesn't pickpocket him. No, she just. And then he goes over there, and I like how Jim Ross is like, I mean, come on, Rip, there's the door. The door is open. How do you not see that? And then he just comes around going, is that door open? You hear me back? Goes, no. I don't know. <laughs> Stacy, get the table. That's yeah, awesome. that was good. My favorite yeah. spot, though, absolute favorite, bar none, probably of the night, is Matt Hardy up against the cage and Bubba Ray Dudley like, <laughs> yeah. like he annihilated him. Now, when Matt gets... Caught in the top part of the cage with his knee. Oh god, I, that scared like, me. How did you do that? Yeah, and but it's not. It's just a one-legged tree of whoa. That's yeah. the tree of whoop. But the tree of whoa. Awesome. He goes, Stacy, get the table, and no one expects it. She just like deadlifts it, shoots it straight I'm in there, so and it clears the cage. You'd be like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> So, um, she has leg, leg extenders. Mm-hmm. You know, the legs just go, go, gadget legs. Yeah. How you doing? So, so the Dudleys are now the unified champs. Champs. Whatever I thought they leave it vague. It all depends on if the Alliance wins tonight, these will be WCW titles. But they don't say that. It's not WCW yeah. Raw. WCW You're right. Smackdown. They keep saying Alliance. Yeah. Well, so let's... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, is this where we go to WWF New York with uh, Foley? Oh yeah. man, quasi shoot Fo- Foley tonight. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. This... Foley, Foley's loading up his machine gun. Yeah. Holy Foley! Yeah. He, he takes the uh, I'm in WWF New York and I'm supposed to be pissed off. Quite literally. Oh yeah, he can do yeah. it. But it yeah. makes perfect his, sense. I mean, his line is really good. Like as long as I'm a commissioner for Vince McMahon, this is a joke. Basically, this is, I think it's his line. Yeah, or it's basically yeah. He says it's basically a joke as long as Vince is in charge. The next day is funny. The next, the very opening to Raw the next night is quitting on the plane. On the plane, yeah. Oh, I got some very choice words for you. I quit. Woohoo! But also, why? It's probably your most important story pay per view ever, and you take your commissioner and you send him to a restaurant. I don't. Doesn't make sense. No, I. Well, I think there's more going on there than I don't. I. I. I, I I've heard about this period for Foley. Foley. Not getting it's enough title shots. I, I. I. I don't know what the expectation was for him at this point, but it seems like there was a massive gap between what was originally brought to him and then what was actually executed because he. He goes away here, and I don't think when when's the next time we see him? Is it not until '04? I don't think I don't think yeah. we see him again until like the match with to fight Edge with the Rock, him and the Rock oh, versus um, Evolution. Yeah, Evolution. So he so he comes back to job to Randy because Randy pinned him to win the match. Yeah, well, much, yeah. It's yeah, it's. I'll come back for the right reasons. because then and then remember, like again later on, they'll have another <clears throat> kind of interesting end to where he goes to TNA for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So it. Ugh. It's not often countdown to lockdown. It's not often oh. talked about. 
a very rocky relationship a lot of times with Mick well, Foley. Well, that's weird too, because when he's in TNA, I, I remember this, they promoted Mick's new book on Raw while he was in TNA. Did they? And how fucking that. weird that was. Yeah, and Mick tweeted about it the next day. He's like, well, they didn't have to do that. That was very nice of them. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, Foley, he's just too nice. He's just, <laughs> but my favorite segment of the night oh. is right here. Scotty Tuati's getting ready for the immunity battle royal. Dude. Dude, Scotty, he's a little chippy. <laughs> so Tess comes up to Scotty Too Hottie and, and asks him if he's in the Battle Royal. And in the most character I've ever seen in Scotty Too Hottie, he goes, Yeah, what's it to you? <laughs> a lot. And he turns around. I'm like, this is my favorite because of all the people that are in that immunity Battle Royal that are actually good, Tess sees Scotty Too Hottie as the threat. <laughs> Well, that's well, the thing is, I are think... we supposed to believe he took his place? Yeah. yeah. Oh, why is that it? So <laughs> why did you have to take his place? Because two people just randomly... Yeah. Know. See, that's, that's, what that's why I didn't even think of that. <laughs> What's it to you? It says it's an invitational battle royal. Yeah. <laughs> just come as you are. And my favorite part is, is it's the first... Ever oh. and last ever immunity. It's really weird how they say that. Like again, like it's like that inaugural brawl. Yeah. Like we're gonna have another one of these. Just hold on. So are, are they? Were they trying to set up that once a year there's gonna be a battle royal where you can turn into a complete prick? And, and did they mention? Because I think they mention it later. Maybe down the. Sh- do they mention that whoever has a title is safe as well? Yeah, they mentioned that. Okay, yes. because. Yes. Because like it, it really feels like man, one guy, only one guy is gonna be safe. Uh, Why would you go out and have a cage? Uh-uh. I'm not gonna have a cage match, so maybe not be here. That that is a very 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 good joke about one man wrestling promotion to, to be made there. <laughs> Usually Jack Jarrett. <laughs> Boy, it's sad to look at the cavalcade of forgotten faces that appear for this. Yeah, Lance Storm in there. Yeah, man. just incredible. Hurricanes in there for some reason. This is your alliance. This is what's left. Yeah. The best part, though, Stasiak. DD. Oh, my God. The continuity. Well, also, before, right before the WWF guys come out, Raven and Steven Richards get in each other's faces. Yeah. Like, let's have a storyline. Let's get one. Let's let's do one. This is what you get for not tipping. (laughs) My favorite is their first assignment. Which one's yours? Martin, you nailed it because I wrote that down. I was like, were Raven and Richards trying to start a storyline themselves? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly. And then it's like, here comes Test, just barrels down to the ring. Yeah. Um, Howard Finkel's announcing for this is kind of odd. It sounds like he's on a game show. The Alliance! <laughs> it's a little off for him. So we get Taz, is one of the guys who just returns, right? And so is is it Morris and Chavo, Hugh Morris? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the MIA arrived. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, could you imagine Taz in the MIA? Oh, dude, God. Uh oh. So wait, what, right what, what, what would he jumpsuit Taz? So there's there was general, private, major, captain, sergeant. So what would Taz be? Huh? The Admiral. The Admiral. The Admiral. Admiral, Admiral Taz. Taz. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Taz. First, first name Admiral. Last name Taz. <laughs> ship's, ship's cat Taz. For, for some reason, Paul Heyman brings up the over-the-top WCW rule. Yes. Well, back in WCW, you know, in the old days, when you got thrown over the top rope, that was a disqualification. It was like a little pause. And then in a very George Carlin-type way, JR goes, Yeah. <laughs> 
They do not like Dude, they're so chippy. It worked. It's so funny. The next night, when Heyman tries to attack Jim Ross, it's so funny. Jim Ross goes, Come on, you son of a bitch! Like, he screams it. He gets so amped up for Paul Heyman. I like it not because if there are two people that each one of them represent a different company, and one of those companies is going to be out of business by the end of the night, based upon outcome, it makes perfect sense that you just let everything fly and leave it out there. Because Heyman starts talking about money a little later, and he goes, won't you look at the damn mirror, son? Call your accountant. Jerry, he's the best. Some of the cuts are bizarre. He's like, "You old frog, <laughs> you big woman." Like, that's, that's what he says. To I him. think the 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 coup de gras comes after the women's match because oh, yeah. I rewound and I had to make sure I got it. I wrote it down. But to close this up, um, uh, it's testing Billy, testing Billy gun. Yep. Well, there's Chuck Chuck Palumbo's in it as a WWE. Yeah, Chuck Palumbo for the WWE. When did? I don't remember. And that. he and Billy are already wearing matching stuff. I thought there was a couple other things. I thought there was the Shoguns because I thought Billy Gunn was trying to be partners with a couple people before he got the chuck. Somebody, Bart's dead. Well, I, we already had him in. I think we already had him in Big Show. That was months ago. I that think. months ago. Yeah, Shogun. Okay. It just didn't okay. have any longevity Shogun. as it should. Nothing Japanese about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Richard Chamberlain's movie. <laughs> the, the, most, the most Japanese thing about it is the big shit Big Show's going to take after they went to the Asian Palace. Oh. <laughs> well. All the happy endings at the massage parlor. Uh, oh, oh, God. <laughs> Where the hell is it? Yeah. Where, oh. <laughs> it's so big. Billy Gunn just going, can, can, can you rub my ass? It's kind of my thing. <laughs> oh, good old Monty Sop. But uh, Andrew Martin gets the win with uh, the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's like, you want to see it? He's oh. never called for it before, no. and he never will again. <laughs> Bam! He did it. It's like do he you guys remember? Eat a dick. into Zack Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember how excited he was in Royal Rumble of this year when him and Austin go at it briefly, and yeah. he gives him the famous story, flips him off so angrily. He, yeah. he picks him up to throw him out. Austin just reverses it immediately and throws him out, <laughs> no. and he's, he slaps the mat. And old Kip Sop just starts going back and forth on the outside with the refs. Like he is so upset that he got eliminated out of nowhere. I got my finisher in. Did you not see it? I had the I flash. I earned it. I did his taunt. <laughs> All right. So test has won. It's and I think it actually it, it, it you did the right thing with this. I think it gets some good. Yeah. It, test is hotter than Billy right now. It really feels like too. Like where is test must be going like to the moon. Yeah. What? He yeah, might yeah. not. He probably won't get out of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania at this rate. <laughs> not. I'm, I'm thinking Syracuse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um. All right, so let's head backstage. Booker mm. tells Shane he doesn't trust Austin because nobody does. DTA. Don't Which you shouldn't. Mind. You never should have. No. So You know anyway. the guy. Um, it's basically like it, you could have taken the Stephanie and the Kurt Angle thing and just reversed it, reversed the characters, and you would have gotten this one. Yeah. It's a lot of the same crap. So um, <laughs> let's head to the women's six-pack challenge. As JR says, this ought to be extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? This is actually a really good match. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it is this? Would you consider this was the Trish Stratus launching off point? Like where they're like, okay, she looks good. 
Uh, I, in re- I mean, she always looks good, but in wrestling form. Yeah. And you can see where, like, they're the, they're the flashes where it's like, oh, yeah, she's got it. Yeah. Other things, she doesn't, she's not 100% crisp, but, you know, it. Are, even the corrects her at the end. Even the Divas now, I, or the Divas I, Revolution, I were not hate crisp. That, that a lot of the women that come out, they get great reactions, except Ivory. Ivory is just kind of like jazz, man. They, jazz, I jazz forgot about jazz. I love it. It's like we're going to introduce a new character right before the end of the story, yeah. and she's gone. Yep. You see her backstage uh, pouting. Yes, yeah. Emoting. So, oh, <laughs> so yeah, anyway. So, I, I love the, I love it with jazz. It's like as soon as she gets in the ring, the first thing she ever does is just grab later and throw her like a doll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heyman puts her over huge, yeah. which is great. Like I it's, forgot she was an ECW. Yeah. yeah. It's really neat how they are. You're trying to jumpstart or have a backdoor kickoff to, if no pun intended. Well, that's the line of the match. Yeah. Yeah, Trish came so, in the back door. I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't mind that, Paul. And then, <laughs> that's the look on Heyman's face. He looks at him with this kind of like, oh, you yeah. did that, didn't you? Do you know? There's what a you couple said? of times Paul busts out laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I got him. I, I fucking got him. I rewound that because I was like, wait a second, what? And because it's sure Trish enough, going in Paul's back door. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Paul being from New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so overall, I I agree. I I do think this was a pretty decent. It's it. It's as decent as one of these is going to go. Mm-hmm. Just like the lingerie match kind of exceeded its expectations, but overall about as decent as it's going to go. Jason, did you think it was all right? Or? Yeah, I liked it. I thought the, the logic behind it was kind of weird because for a little bit it seemed WWF versus Alliance the, uh, women's wrestling. Yeah. and Because they weren't Divas yet. Uh, women's wrestling. And then all of a sudden, like, Heyman's like, Heyman goes, but it's not a team thing. And, someone, and like the moment he finishes saying it is when Jackie just turns around and blasts Lita. Mm-hmm. Like just yes. boom, but you never see the alliance chicks fighting each other, not mm-hmm. once. What? Yeah, there's a point where uh, I think Trish calls for, is it is it Lita or is it Jackie? Like somebody like calls for like on the WWF side, like oh help me, and then they start like beating like up you know the alliance, and then all of a sudden one of them turns on the other. It was Jack. Yeah, Jackie. Is it Jackie? She goes because like Lita's doing the she's doing the poetry in motion, and Jackie lets her do it once, and then she goes for it again, and right before she gets there, Jackie just jumps up and clotheslines the shit out of her. Cool. Which is yeah. awesome. But again, it's like going in WCW days when the NWO was coming, the WCW guys would still end fights. Like the, the good guys, quote, quote, still can't get along. We're going to see that again later. But the bad guys always seem to be on the same page. Let me talk about what a cool uh, name for a move the Poison Ivory is. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and what is the move? I, I didn't like to achieve and do it. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, because I, I heard know. the name and I was I like, heard "What it. a great name for a move!" And then, Martin, and do you have right. a? Do you remember on that? No, no, I, I think she got reversed out of it. Uh, okay. Just before the finish. Oh wow! Well. Do you see? Because Lita's, she's got Lita's got her in a headlock, and she gets ready to go to the ropes, and Ivory says, "You hear her go, not yet." Mm-hmm. And then she goes back and sets something up and does it again. Right. But that was like the first satisfaction. Yeah, the one where she bounced off the rope. That's what I was yeah. thinking too. I was like, I, it, that's what's kind of neat watching. It's like this is really the start of what's going to be the women's division mm-hmm. going forward. Is centered around her, and then eventually Lita, of course. But Trish going over, I think is the right call. Absolutely, oh, yeah. I think. And you know, as as much as I, she might be one of the best wrestling stories of this decade, oh, yeah. is to watch her to go from being just uh, you know Vince's whore. 
and being like the TNA like she was. you know manager yeah. to being like a Hall of Fame women's champion. That's I mean, yeah, in terms of like let's take a woman who's a model and turn into a wrestler. That shit never works. Like with Kelly Kelly and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Trish, I, it absolutely worked. Oh yeah, she's the best example. Like she went in head first into the business. So now. And you, this is what's funny. Is like I think at this point, time wise, when you look at it, I, I didn't believe you. There's like there's like a good hour left. And you're like well, what's hour that? ten. Yeah, yeah, it's like hour, hour 10. ten. So to bridge ten minutes of that, we have Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon cutting like what has to be the most mundane. Like you can tell, like, stretch it out, Vince. Stretch it out. Name drop. Name drop. It is the worst yeah. pep talk promo I've ever heard. <laughs> and it's I'm pretty lousy because I can't remember other ones right off the top of my head. What but this one was. About? Demotivational pep talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Rock can't stop. The Rock's rocking out, man. He's yeah. just, he's just. Jason was like, he was bouncing Jerry so much that just really needed a pace. <laughs> <laughs> when it's over, he is out. <laughs> well, and it's, it felt like he was doing that so much that Taker was like, well, shit, I can't do my thing because over here, Rock is doing his shit. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, he just gets a nod. It, just a nod. Yeah, and Kane is so red. It, yeah, like he's the cheapest yeah. he's ever looked. Yeah, right. He looks, he looks like, like a creator wrestler. Yeah, where you couldn't, you just, you don't know about blending colors. You just go red, turn all the way up. Here's what's kind of dumb because we know coming into this that Jericho and Rock had stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We know we see it in the match too. We get nothing here. They just stand there, side by side. Yes, like. Yep. Yeah, not even like across the room. They yeah. are actually right next like, to each other. Like, can't you just show like them being chippy or something? Can can't you? Get, it would give. Like, how about though when we see the the one of the videos where Taker's like, where Taker like gives them reads them the riot act about how they need to be a team. I been I ain't ready to lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so Taker looks really really rough with his natural colored hair. Just they're so flat. It's like yeah. he just yeah. forgot condition. He's about color. to turn. I can't yeah. wait. I saw it today where he turns. Oh. It's awesome. His turn is great. It kills the crowd. Like the crowd is like they're no. they're not they're not ready for it. But anyway, let's go over the team real quick. All right. So on the on the WWF side, we're in the locker room for we've got the Big Show, <laughs> Undertaker. We talked about everybody but Big Show. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> He's just there. He took Vince's spot. Oh, that's right. It's basically, it's like, you know, there's Rock, Jericho, Taker, and the rest. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Brothers of Destruction, Big Show, Jericho, Rock, and what's funny is like, remember like, they lightly touch on, Vince was supposed to be in this match. What happened? Why isn't he in it? Because he like, he traded his spot to the Big Show, show. which is a great (laughs) idea. When you realize it's the big show, though, you're like, well. Uh, <laughs> I give my spot to the APA. No. <laughs> so. Scotty too hotty. What's it to you? <laughs> on, the, on the Alliance side, we've got Stone Cold Steve Austin, the WWF champion. You're already in trouble. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Rob Van Dam. It's a much better team. <laughs> Booker T. Booker T. And Shane McMahon. And then Shane, which. Like no 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 he's one of he's one of the wrestlers of the year yes. yeah it's Shane McMahon and his, his role is this man oh it's good. hilarious fantastic yeah yep. that's when they should have brought up old NWA rules because you used to have one opportunity to break up a pin count and then you'd be that's a great point yeah yeah totally so, why didn't they bring that up he must so, break up at least ten pin this match is an hour oh, yeah. and I th- and you know <laughs> to be <laughs> fair it kind of deserves to have a lot of time because well, twelve minutes is interesting. <clears throat> Yeah, well, that's because they, they do. They all get individual. Gets their individual intro. Oh, he's like, just hit start. Let's just hit start. Let's just, let's just start the match. 
Does A work? Let me ask you guys A this work? real quick, no. too. Before we get into the match proper, yeah. there's some bad signs going into this. First oh. of all, Booker has, cl- has clearly forgotten his gloves. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Hey, Austin, Austin manages to fuck up that trickiest of maneuvers, getting into the ring. Yeah. Oh, what what happened to... I rewound it. I couldn't figure out if it was a botch or not. Uh-huh. Just, uh, <laughs> My favorite part is Austin has a hell of a quick change. Because when it shows the alliance yeah. walking down the hall, he's still in that long sleeve shirt. He always does that. Uh, Have you never seen that before? Austin. No, I've never went- watched wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's my turn to give it to you. It's the end of the invasion. Mission to Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the backstage, like a lot of the backstage Steve Austin shots of him getting time. ready for a match. He t- like it's like that joke I told you. Jack and don't go on till first gone. Like it's sort of like that. Like it's it's sort of like that. He he doesn't put that vest on until like the very end. Like he had because like, you'll see him backstage. He'll have the vest over that shirt. Yeah. And he'll be bouncing up and down and doing this before WrestleMania 19. Yeah. It's a lot of the same thing. I don't understand it. Uh, he I know he's one of those guys. He's very superstitious. That okay. hell yeah DVD. He talks about sock one sock. The left sock goes on first always. He's very and he's very weirdly superstitious okay. about shit. But yeah, I don't know why, but that's kind of one of his gigs is that that, that shirt over or under the vest mm-hmm. to take it off and have to... Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, sure, he's got four full entrances to do it, but still. Before we go, because where Martin was talking about the bad signs, coming to now, current time, it's like they didn't care about this pay-per-view at all when they were editing it. Because there's the a video live, package? There's a lot. No, there's a live event promo oh, yeah. left in the pay-per-view. Yep. When's the last time you saw that? I was like going, That's right. is this happening? I was like, what the fuck? Are they like doing region-based advertising? That's w- weird. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is weird. Because those are usually things they're taking out. Now, I know the WCW, it was hilarious when the products and like the send your... The Buff Bagwell Pendant. Yeah, send your pay-per-view to get your Hulk Hogan float yeah. or whatever it's it was. It's too much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Just go in and go. They, they got the tape in one VCR connected to the other VCR to go pause. That's what I used to do. Fast forward <laughs> to the commercial. Unpause. Pause. Record. God. I've had it with this alliance crap, this invasion crap. What I'm proposing is that Survivor Series, there's one match. That match will determine which entity will finally survive. It's winner take all. Winner, winner take all. You want to put it all on the line? You're on. One match, winner take all. The WWF stays in business or the Alliance stays in business. My God! My God, what is this? Oh my God, don't tell me! Kurt Angle has joined the Alliance! My God, it can't be! It's true! For the love of God! Our worst nightmare has manifested itself. Jericho and The Rock have completely disintegrated. Someone from the Alliance Survivor Series coming over to the World Wrestling Federation. Stone Cold Steve Austin! Did you see the way the Alliance members were looking at me? See, DTA now stands for Don't Trust Austin. Austin just stunned Angle! Now what the hell is that? The question is... Who's defecting from the Alliance? You know what? It's nobody. My father has done a masterful job of planting a seed so that the Alliance breaks down from within. But I hear I've been here a long damn time, and I ain't ready for my career to be over. We're a team, damn it. And we need to start acting like it. Do I make myself clear? 
Stephanie and I have put every single thing that we have on the line. It's everyone is on the line. It'll be one match, winner take all. The WWF lives or the Alliance will live. The World Wrestling Federation will wipe the Alliance off the face of this earth. Vince McMahon will see the WWF die. I love the way you break my skin. I feel the hate you place inside. I need to get your voice out of my head. Cause I'm the guy you'll never find. I think you know all of the rules. There's no expressions on your face. I hope that someday you That video package sucked. What was that? Well, it was better with the real music. This so, the oh, what's better. Oh, okay. Yes. The video package has the puddle of mud song yeah. in it. Because, like, I didn't understand when we went to the silent, just music over the video mm. with no other, like, calls from commentary or whatever. I don't understand that. Martin did the, the generic background music track four that they were playing. Did it not sound like the background music to, like, a Guilty Gear X stage or something? Yeah, um... That middle period of like Guilty Gear accent core when nobody was buying them and it was shit. That's right. Real niche reference there for you niche listening fans, but that's right. Well, oh, hey, you want to do niche as well. Um, the, the sponsor of this pay per view was the first Xbox, which launched this, in November of 2001. It was. Clearly, didn't launch in the UK until the 14th of March the following year. <laughs> oh, well, we had to get the bugs out for you, sir. Yeah. So, um,. As we said, like, there's a lot of time to kill in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I do think, like, it bears me. The first thing, Shane's strategy is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Anytime an Alliance guy is in trouble getting pinned, he breaks up the pin. Yeah. And it's in, it does two <laughs> things really well. It gets JR really pissed. Yes, it does. And it gets the crowd. Yeah. Damn! Damn! So <laughs> So about Stone Cold standing on Mark Eaton's time. Oh yeah, table. okay. So Taker's entrance. Take, like <laughs> take, the high ground. You thought that? Was, yeah, he, pull, he pulls a Ben Kenobi. Uh, Taker's like going around and awesome. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, he, 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 he crushed my damn pinky in Pensacola. <laughs> I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. There's a snake. <laughs> Paul Heyman starts talking up ECW a little bit, yeah. and Jr. chimes in with. Or is this an ECW story? Yes. He didn't let him finish it. Such a I dick. got a question. Do you guys know what happened to Rhino? Is oh, he my hurt? God. Where is exactly. He? Is he? Nowhere. Well, that's... The, the <laughs> Alliance team now, compared to what the Alliance team was in the invasion... Oh, oh it's... I mean, it's no. a better team, yeah. but... It doesn't represent these, the, the guys. Yeah, three of these people aren't... Like, it's Austin, Angle, and Shane... And then an ECW guy and a WCW guy. Right. Which, by the way, I guess we haven't really... We need to mention that Kurt flipped mm-hmm. now officially, which he turned... like right. um, he turned heel. He turns... Um, what was the... How, I forget what the circumstance was where he helped him. I forget where it was that he turned... So why would he do... Oh, 
any of this? Was, right, like, was this a long con? Yeah, that's exactly because the way they explain it after the show, and they explain it also on Raw, is that Angle and was working with Vince undercover. <laughs> <laughs> Angle was ang- so Vince knew that Kurt was going to flip. That's why he kept talking about it, yeah. and so. I guess that's what because I thought like because he when he taps out to the sharpshooter I'm I was like, shocked yeah. but then I was like the oh, sharpshooter that makes sense yeah. yeah but then I was like oh it makes sense he needs to go out so then that way he can come in and do his business but, okay logically it would make sense if Stone Cold was or if it would make sense if it really looked like the alliance was about to lose for him to come and save his ass because right. they bring that up that he was kind of playing both sides because either way he could win he would be able to keep his job because he helps Vince win. Or he's on the winning side of the alliance. But it was one-on-one. Right. And then suddenly he could have hit either one of them. Why, why, did, why did Kurt take him out? Or why did Kurt take himself out of the match? Why didn't he try to get to the ropes? Like, like that doesn't seem to ensure I, a victory. No, but like I think then he can be... like Because th- it made sense at the time when I thought about it. It's like, oh, if he gets himself out, so then that way... Because like if, if he's still... I'll leave it to Rock and Austin. And Rock never beats Austin. It sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> why not play it where you're going to be the last one left? Exactly. And take the pin. And take a pin. That, that's what I'm saying. Because it's not as dramatic. Like, like, the, like the, it comes down. You can't to tell da- me that you're going to in Survivor Series where they love to recreate the screw job that you don't try to make a WCW joke and do a finger poke of Doom oh, with, with yeah. Jer- heel Jericho finger poking of Doom Kurt Angle to win. It'd have been perfect. I would have hated that. And I hate now that you brought that up. You want to get chippy, Val? You want to get chippy with it? Let's Assignment go. Miami Beach. <laughs> 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 Reno 911. That's come the movie. <laughs> what was that, Martin? They're too busy inside joking. <laughs> you brought oh that my fucking God. joke up, you motherfucker. <laughs> I keep forgetting the third one. What's the third one? The third one? <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. All right. uh, Martin, what were you going to say, ma'am? No, I was just going to say that between you and Jason, it's one of those fuck you motherfucking times. Fuck you, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) There's a great back and forth with Heyman and JR that I just fucking loved. Paul Heyman goes, Oh, you can throw your barn stuff at the TV tomorrow when you're watching me on Raw. (laughs) And JR goes, And this is where Paul Heyman lost it. JR goes, Well, Jim Cornette can replace you easily. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Heyman starts laughing at the commentary table. Um, oh. they're cu- uh, okay. I wrote this one down. We'll get to the elimination in a second. There's just a couple of just like just spots. That I love when Austin and I tweeted this out. He he's gonna go for the second rope elbow, no, which he hasn't right. done in yeah. years. Ah, ah. Uh, no, <laughs> it's too far. Yeah. <clears throat> it's much more entertaining. Man, he gets a King of the Ring size gash to the mouth. Yeah, if, yeah. man, it's a big one. I um, get 17 stitches in my lip. What did you guys think of the skull-crushing finale that RVD eats? Jericho, <laughs> Jericho sucks at giving other guys finishes even before they come up with the finishes right. themselves. Yeah. RVD, like, like, there's no sound. No. There's no His sound. It's just... <laughs> Jericho cannot do this move, but it's devastating, apparently. It's a silent killer. Yeah, that should be called He just called call the move cancer. Yeah, oh! <laughs> oh, he hit him with cancer. What you do? <laughs> he hooks the leg. That's what happens is, is you when you hit someone with cancer, you do it the first ten seconds of the match, and then suddenly at the end they just drop oh, and you hit him. What? Oh god! <laughs> Fuck! 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 Um, <laughs> let's talk why about. Did, uh, why did Steve Blackman have that as a gimmick? Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, do that fucking kill Bill move. 
Yeah. yeah. The heart thing, and then they walk five feet and... Because what would be great you could get a smarky heel for the European Championship, because the European Championship's a great heel title, to come out and wrestle in a shirt, and Steve Blackman would go for his finger poke of death, and then just take it off like Batman and have the little was, spot. Wasn't it Blackman? Blackman was with the company back at WrestleMania six, but he got, like, right. a bad, like, bacteria he got effect. sick. Yeah. That, like, he lost like 40 pounds and he was fucked for years I know, like, it took weird. a long time how old was get... he like that's what I couldn't figure out I was how old was he I thought he was I young did. when he came in <laughs> but, uh, he was wrestling at 12 alright so again before we get to the elimination last thing I just the chemistry between Austin and Jericho that's what I was talking about one of the most mind boggling things to watch like they, it looks like Austin ducks air <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then I'm just waiting for Austin to snap. I'm like, God damn it! Like I'm waiting for like a solid shot. Austin takes it like a champ. Yeah, yeah they just can't, they have horrible timing, and you can see they're trying to adjust and talk to each other. There's a great moment where Jericho's on the ground talking to him, like, bah, 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 bah. and Jericho, oh man, oh, Jericho talking to himself, yeah. Brother, you know, check tra- his tra- teeth. trying to you shake the cobwebs. Sh- you shake yeah, your just, teeth by talking. Yeah, yeah he's just uh, no, he's calling spots. So let's get to the elimination because it's it's. The one elim- the elimination of Big Show, who of course is eliminated. I missed it first. I blinked. His is awesome because he eats every finisher. Yeah, that was freaking yeah. awesome. <laughs> Which is it's fantastic. So then Shane um, Shane gets a I think he eats a, an awesome tombstone from Taker yeah. where he does the yeah. yep. Well, it kind of kind of exposed the business a little. Yeah. Shane let go. <laughs> Shane tuck and roll. And just no <laughs> precursor. <laughs> I so, thought Shane's gonna take that last round. I was like, "Whoa!" No, that was cool because like Taker wasn't doing the tombstone at this time. Right, right. Yeah, so it, it was, was only like he would only did it like in Mania, mm-hmm. and I'm not even sure he did it throughout the summer. I don't think he did. Uh, he teased it; and it would get countered each time. <laughs> Kane goes out next, then Taker to uh, I think a stunner. That sucked. Yeah, yeah, that one sucked. That sucked. And then Booker T goes. Yeah. Can we talk about RVD for a second? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Kurt, like, there's a cover in the ring. Kurt jumps into the ring, breaks up the three count. Starts going back towards his corner. RVD tags Kurt on the back. Kurt's not legal. He just broke up the count. RVD starts to go in and Hebner, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like he stops <laughs> RVD from coming in. And RVD just, uh. <laughs> That was fucking awesome. <laughs> I tried. Well, I well, thought you'd get away with it. I, I do it for the fans, you know. <laughs> um, and then after Booker's RVD's eliminated, then Kurt Angle, that was the sharpshooter tap. Yeah. Then Jericho, who then like I love his snap on the rock because it's like well we're because what I love about it is Undertaker Undertaker no 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 no, no. you explain you're gonna <laughs> like he doesn't beat the shit out of him because I want to hear it yeah. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean you won't drop the belt in Montreal <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it Brett it's not always about you and that was, that shit was great though because you're thinking oh shit oh. like maybe they're gonna set up like a little. No, it's just literally, you get your ass back there and you think about what you did. Yeah, that's, that's what it felt like. I'm like, oh, here comes Taker. He goes, no, man, diplomacy. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow night's Raw starts no. out, it zooms in, this, Chris Jericho's writing, I will not turn would, on the rock on the chalkboard like a thousand times. That would be the ultimate heel Undertaker, the, the non-aggressive battle. Like, just, no, man, like, for our pay-per-view match, yeah, for our pay-per-view match, we're going to sit in the ring and we're going to talk about it. Contract signed it? Really gonna sign it? Yeah, we're really gonna 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 get up. We're gonna leave, (laughs) and I'm gonna buy you dinner. It's good business. There's negotiations. Go ahead, Martin. 
was going to say, I love the idea of Taker subtweeting his opponents at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, why don't we just call it off? Why do we have to fight? Man, can you show me you got a tweet from this Blackberry? <laughs> I do hey, miss, and a keyboard pops a, a fucking keyboard pops out. My fingers are huge. My rolly ball thing keeps coming out. Glenn, <laughs> Windows 10. It's like five fucking hours. Get, get, <laughs> get Zack Ryder. I hit the honeycomb button and I can't find my settings. <laughs> Yo, Taker, what kind of phone are you using? Palm Pre. <laughs> I like my old phones. I like this. my old phones. For GPS, I have a Tom Tom. <laughs> Hell, man, I don't play none of them games on it. I got a hot wife. I don't need pornography. You ever play Snake? <laughs> Tetris, man. Change your life in black and white. Hey, Rob, I'm sorry to disturb you. I need to get some water for my ramen noodles. Can I just... Can you microwave styrofoam? I never knew that. Just going back, you're talking about passive-aggressive taker with the contract sign. He's like... He come in. He's got. He's wearing a kimono, and his hair's in the ponytail. Take your shoes off. It's customary to do a tea ceremony before conducting business. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Barnes? Goddamn! I went down to the Walgreens and I found ninety-nine cent tea, <laughs> Arizona tea. No, take, it's damn take, good. You brew tea. He's, he's getting them to pop snapple and reading the facts. Now Walgreens has Edie's ice cream. I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm a blue bell. I'm blue bell kind of guy, but I'll, I'll live with it. <laughs> Glenn likes it, you know. <laughs> Pumpkin pie, Edie's ice cream. Domesticated <laughs> taker. So, like, like that's so funny thinking of him in real life. <laughs> I just hope that he comes to if if Glenn Jacobs decides to run. For that senatorial spot. They're like, you know, when you always get the commercials of people endorsing, it's just approving taker. <laughs> I, I'd love to see approving taker. <laughs> I, I, I like his policy. I, I'm going to be doing a signing at the Panera. I've got... <laughs> I've got uh, my favorite, that's easy, back in training. <laughs> I, I got it. I've been waiting. <laughs> You can tell when Taker's getting ready to come up because if you follow him, he doesn't get the tweets. He's like all these cryptic. He's like, the dead will rise soon. I'm like, well, SummerSlam's still four months away. I don't see you popping up in money in the bank. (laughs) Taker's the GM of SmackDown. Now, hold on a minute, players. (laughs) Tag team match. Now. Does he make someone go one-on-one with Teddy Long? (laughs) Ooh. Doom reunites. You have a dessert, uh, Mr. Under... Taker? No, what kind of dessert would you like? I'd like, you know what? I know you can't call them M&M cookies. That's a copyright thing. Can you get me one of them candy cookies, as you call them? I would love that. God damn it. Who put the Skittles in the chocolate cookie mix? This is disgusting. Don't get cheap on me. (laughs) This said, Reese's Pieces. I expect pieces of Reese's, not Oh, we sure found a way to drag this episode out. <laughs> well, we're pulling the Vince McMahon. Dude, we were like barely over an hour so, when we so, started this. Martin, do you have a, you got anything? Any dumb jokes over there to just roll in? I don't think, I don't think I've got anything. Nothing I can do can be approving take. <laughs> what a maneuver. Approving taker shirts. He turned face. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, can you 
give us the the gif of the kid at the computer who does the super 80s thumbs up where it says great job and just put Taker's face on it and that could be improving Taker. <sighs> All right, so the when anyway. it comes down, so what did you guys think about it? it comes down to Rock and Austin, which should be a huge moment, right? I, didn't, I wasn't I felt feeling nothing. It. If I felt absolutely, if it and their chemistry. If it's it was for the bad Jericho Austin chemistry, I would hope it'd be Jericho Austin because yeah. it's going to be your biggest heel against soon to be your big face again. Yeah, it's it it's um Austin really. I mean, everybody looks gas, and I don't blame him because it's a long, long match. Was and I know you were talking about. Oh, the the Austin has Jericho in forever. And you're... Jericho had Austin in a or was it Austin? It was a chin. It was a chin lock. Oh, so it's a, just this chin lock that felt completely unnecessary and just. Like, all right, we, we have no chemistry. Like, like we need to talk now. <laughs> but you had me in the mouth step, step into my office. Step into my office. <laughs> Nevertheless, Kurt, Kurt Angle comes out, hits awesome with the belt. Rock gets the win, and thus the WWF wins. Oh, Vince well, comes well, Nick out. Patrick. Well, n- he yeah. didn't miss his cue. I, I was very impressed. Once he again, this stupid thing. I'm a corrupt ref, but I'm a count of normal three. That's count. what I didn't get. Then, oh, I'm yeah. so tortured. I can't. I want to count. Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his arms are tired. He just saw a bunch of that rubbing yeah. it up. Like a 13-year-old on a Monday I, Nick, holiday. I don't blame you, man. If I were you, if she picked my pocket, I'd be like, keep going. I'd be like, keep. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Take her. Take her. Uh, those keys were in the back pocket. You like a little thumb action, a little, little pinky in the butt, Taker? Don't ever fucking do that again. <laughs> now, she's a fan of City Under Siege herself. <laughs> I, think you did. I think I got them you, all. You got all seven. I, did I get them? Right. <laughs> you, you, you have to actually say. The first one? Well, Lisa. Yeah. That's no one's favorite. Let me do it a favor. Bad joke from Jason? B- what? You were just supposed to say Police Academy. Oh, Police Academy. There you go. Yeah, you missed the trampoline there, Sinkar. I didn't get all that one. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. (laughs) Wait, he can't even do the X. He tried to do the X when his finger broke in his his broken finger. (laughs) Oh, pedal. Did you see when Mick Foley basically did Dong Rio? What? You know, I'm serious. Like, he had this picture of, like, Del Rio standing next to the main event, Titan Tron. Somebody tweeted it to us. It was great. He's standing next to him. He's like, Alberto Del Rio's getting for the main event in Paige's bedroom. (laughs) But it it was... That means McFoley's a fan, boys. We'll take it. I thought that was us. No. Well, no, we had the dong reel like him on the Well, I know that, but I thought thought you did something else for it. No, it was really funny. But um, so did you guys notice like the look on Austin's face when he sees Vince celebrating? He's just sort of like, I don't care. Yeah, like this he, sucks. He really, that's and Vince's whole I, I, that whole thing in Greensboro. Yeah. It's such a dick thing to do. So <laughs> I told you guys. So Martin, have you watched? Are you are you up on the Raws that happen after um, Survivor Series? Uh, not so much. I, I, I going on memories of what I remember at the time, so I know Austin. It's cool. you know, <laughs> spoilers. Not many people actually lose their jobs, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the next Big night surprise. they're in Charlotte. Big hint, because that's what you know who is going to come out. David. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Boo. And a young Ashley. <laughs> Who's your favorite flair? Call me David. <laughs> that's what's. <laughs> I'm out of police academy. <laughs> the animated series. I don't know. 
Why did she like that? Lava and chiller. <laughs> so um, what's funny is the next night is interesting because Vince comes out I'm no less than five times. He is out all night yeah. doing stuff. That's the start of the Kiss My Ass Club with Regal. Yeah. Happens the next night, which is awesome. The way Regal it's it's one of the best bits because it's they the kiss drag my it. ass bit. Yeah. Oh, it's classic. Yeah. So the other thing it's is Jerry awesome. Lawler. Yeah. So, the, so the opening's awesome because Heyman Lawler. comes out and he thinks he's Oh, I, I saved my job. I did it. And Vince fires him. And what's great is Heyman tries to fight him and then immediately leaves the ring. And then he tries to fight JR. And Finally. Jay, that's when, you come on, you son of a bitch. And Jerry Lawler's piece. I just remember Jerry Lawler cackling like the third hyena from the Lion King. Just pointing at Paul Heyman. Yes. Yeah. Just on his way out. And what's, what's great though about the transition... Jer- Jerry Lawler never misses a beat. He's oh, right yeah. back to being like. It's not like the well. It's just good to be back with you, Jay. We're both like kind of doing yeah. the. I'm in good health. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna be like 13 years from now before I possibly he, die. He already does. Like she needs to be younger, Joe, for him to hit on her yeah. during the. Andy Glover. So the good bit though, the really strong one is where we get finally Vince is out there, and then he thinks like he's got Kurt Angle, and it's like. I mean, I'm going to name Kurt Angle the new champion, and then that's when we'll just call 2001 hits, and then Ric Flair comes out. And I was telling Jason, like, the pop should have been like nuclear, but it takes like it's almost like they're they're thrown off. Like, wait, he's um, alive? Yeah. Well, they, no, they were like, yeah. I think it's more like now you show up. Yeah, maybe like, it's that. It's yeah. fucking Charlotte. Yeah, it's, it's not like woo. Anchorage, Alaska. You know, I mean, they would have popped for anybody. Anchorage. <laughs> They're happy to get anything over there. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so... It's got to do the main here, event. Here's what's hilarious. is like, you've, you've basically got Vince and Angle as your heels. Mm-hmm. Flair comes in, and then Stone Cold comes out, and it's like, he's instantly face again. It, oh, yeah. it tastes little to nothing, and everyone's right back to liking him. Because he just beats up Angle and Vince. And it's great. Fucking it, who gets pissed off? Does somebody get pissed off? Excuse me? There was a... They did another bit because there's like this... Unidentified faction of the Alliance survivors. Test, the Dudleys, Regal, um, Christian. And Christian are kind of buddy buddy because they get to keep their jobs because they all have belts. Our, uh, RVD, RVD's no. gone for a bit, I think. No, he gets beat up by the Dudleys. That's, he takes the worst double three. He t- they do a 3D. A like, double three? What the fuck? Like Spike gets <laughs> in on it? So they set up the table and instead, like normally there's momentum. Like he runs, he gets caught. Right. Instead, they do it just from a stand, like just pick them up and the three D. Oh, like the reverse one that they max right into the table doesn't budge. <laughs> they have to redo the spot so it collapses. <laughs> oh shit! Poor RVD. <laughs> and I just wanted to bring that up because it's just fascinating because like they they completely just move on like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're and yeah. by the next week they're moving right back towards Jer like the Jericho Austin Rock and Angle those four guys all mixed together for. The unification of the belts and none of this other stuff, none of these other players mm-hmm. are really involved at all. So, did you have any final thoughts on Survivor Series? Like, before we get into kind of because we need to talk about Invasion as a whole, other than JR, one last thing saying, Why don't you kiss my ass? Yeah. <laughs> saying that to Paul Heyman, uh, a very odd moment. The second that three count happens, they cut back to the WWE locker room, and like, I don't know how to describe this, but Billy Kidman and Albert are like. That one Billy Kidman, but was that Tajiri? No, was it was Kidman. Kidman was also in the WCW. In the, I know Kidman. Is, is that it? Kidman's well, who the, the hell's Albert holding like Happy Gilmore and his weird Tajiri. caddy from the first uh, Xbox? 
Like, <laughs> like he's actually like got his legs wrapped around Albert, and they're like, <laughs> oh, they're straight made-for-TV movie, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I love the going back to the setup of the locker rooms, like the WWF locker room. The shot's a little wider, it's yeah. bigger. It looks nicer. They're they're all kind of sitting down. You get to the, the WCW locker room, tiny. <laughs> clearly, the other side of the room. And you line the way you line up. Stephanie's standing. She's screaming. Oh, and, but, and then but the thing is, she's the only one that's like audible. Everyone else is just emoting poorly. I mean, Jazz. Did poorly. you see Perry Saturn? <laughs> His Barely. eye is so yeah. excited. Well, yeah, he was completely clean shaven. I was like, is that Saturn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> it just it, none of them are screaming, freaking out, except for Steph. Everyone else is just more like, oh no, right? No, what what if? Think about this whole thing as a whole. Yeah, so like they're the obvious points of who got buried. Mm -hmm. You know, the DDPs, the bookers, and so like but like really like what were the thing like the good things the good things you could take away from this storyline? Kurt Angle. Yes. Yeah. Kurt Angle. Jason building up the the big hill coming up. Yeah. Martin, what would you say was a big positive you saw coming out of it? Uh Rob Van Dam. Yeah, that was the other one. They didn't fuck up RVD. Not, well, I'd say not, yes and no. To, not, to the, not to the degree that they did so many other people throughout this entire thing. Yeah. That's true. It wasn't right. unsalvageable. No, it wasn't. Like you It wasn't stalking Sarah. No. no. Like, DDP never, ever recovered. No. No. Even when he comes back, he's <clears> happy <throat> yoga DDP. Which he was in, yeah. in on this show. Yeah. I saw him yeah. do that thing. I was like, oh, we're here now. Oh, yeah. God. So... If you had the opportunity to go back and change one thing in the invasion, Jason, what would you have changed? More tactics. More tactics. More time for others Mm -hmm. to come up, spotlight, highlight. Since there's two tag belts, I would have had that give me a lot of opportunity. Because then you can have people fighting for one tag before the brand, like you're talking about, before the brand brand split. Just it would be it'd be better because there were so many people. And hardly any of them got any time. Mm-hmm. And the ones that did, like, we're, you know, you maximize the time you have, and maybe they didn't do it right. Yeah. But you have two shows a week, and still it was like the same 11 people that were yeah. chewing up all the time. There's a lot. Like, I, I've already got like three or four, but yeah. if I had to pick one, yeah. it's Austin. Austin should have never been a heel for this. That's my number one. Who would he have faced, though? Booker. If he's the face, who's Booker. the number one heel? Well, Booker. And he's their number one guy. Uh, you think they could have sustained that long? I think... Oh, uh, I think they could have at least main event at SummerSlam together. It's possible. Like, uh, the WWF champion versus the WCW champion. That's right. the way it should have been. But, like I said, I don't think that would have been the fix-all. Because, I mean, you got to remember, like, the way we know Booker T at this point in time was not the way we knew Booker T before this whole invasion shit started. Right. Booker T was on mm-hmm. fire. You know, like, they could have built him up big time. Hell, they could have built up their match for Survivor Series. Right. Like, but there's so many there's so many things. There's Rhino not being the ECW champion. Mm-hmm. There's a lack of WCW people. Like, not even from a wrestling standpoint. Eric Bischoff would have been immensely helpful, like, at this point. Sure. There were no... <clears throat> I mean, like, Heyman's supposed to be your commentator, so your voice for the alliance. But there's no alliance backstage interviewers. No. Like, no personalities. Yeah. yeah. I think though, no like, and, and, and to uh, just a devil's advocate moment for a second, like, if you're on the creative staff and you're like, okay, we've got all this stuff booked for main for WrestleMania, and presumably we've got some plans booked ahead. Guess what? Now we just absorbed like twenty to thirty WCW talents. 
well, what the fuck do you want me to do with all this? We've got like already a, a pretty fat roster. Now you just you've overloaded me. So like at the same time, like they had a shitload of people, like way too many, way way too many. Mm-hmm. Now and again, like I know the theory exists. Vince McMahon didn't care about WCW. One of them die anyway. So it didn't really matter to him. If we just eliminate that because that's just... I mean, I have a hard time believing that he wouldn't want to try to make money. Ah, right. I, I think they should... Like, the suggestion I had presented to you, and this isn't my number one, we'll move to Martin in a second. You, why didn't you just do the brand extension without calling it the brand extension? Like, dump all that shit to SmackDown. Let stuff thrive over there for a while. You don't have to call it... you think they a, even thought of that at the time? Well, they thought about making a WCW, WCW show. show. Yeah. So they've had some separate, time... A third, like... But, show. but yeah. the part that's tricky, I don't know how, how important to them ratings were at the time for SmackDown. Do we need to try and maintain that? But that is what it is. Martin, what would you change? If you had the opportunity to change something in this or rebook it, what would you have rebooked? Um, I think the only one <clears> thing, and it's a pretty broad, overarching thing, was at no point did the Alliance ever feel like a genuine threat. Um, so what I, I would have done is, you know, fair enough, bring your Austins over, that kind of thing, um, if you must. But I would have just had the Alliance beat the shit out of the WWF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, yeah, at Invasion, at SummerSlam, and then, you know, Unforgiven, No Mercy, Survivor Series, it kind of all comes back. In, in theory, it probably should have lasted until the start of the brand split. Yeah, so you know, Flair, Flair comes in, but there's still an alliance. This whole the alliance has to die at this show that hurts it overall. Because you, it could have been a case of well, Flair was power broker mm-hmm. behind Shane and Steph, and it just gets to a point where you know these two entities simply cannot coexist. It, it, you know, like a Linda to step in and go right, that's it. You're WC, but you you smack down on Thursdays. You're WWF. You're Raw on Mondays. And that's it. And don't ever want to hear you, you know, see you fight ever again. And then you could eventually build up to like a, a civil war kind of a thing. I, would you think it'd have been better if they had like maybe a month or two of the WCW and ECW guys wrestling one another before the invasion yeah. to help build up, finish off some storylines, let some people see who's a threat and who's not, instead of just feeding them to the WWF essentially like what happened? Yeah, I think just a, a generally just a bit of time. I think would have been better. Just a bit more of an investment of time. Um, I, Martin, I like your suggestion because it's the it's a perfect springboard. Like I, if I had to change something, and this kind of gets more into the future a little bit. I don't think I would have treated this as the end of the invasion. I would have used the NWO as the continuation of the invasion. <sighs> yeah. because, and that's what I thought it was. And and, and that's when it started. The line is so easy. You can't. You, there can't be an invasion without us, right? That's all. Yeah. Like yeah. we are the original invaders. Like, and to <clears throat> me, like, and I told Jason before, the main event of WrestleMania 18. If you really wanted, if you want to bust the box office, the NWO versus Rock, Austin, and Triple H, the three WWF's biggest guys from the Attitude Era against the NWO. You would have preferred this, that to Austin and Hogan. Um. Well, if you I see how good are the, I, the problem is, like. I, those guys one-on-one, how good of a match they could have done, I don't know. Because well, I know we, Hogan does some good stuff. Well, I remember and, we were thinking the same thing about Hogan and Rock. Like, yeah. And Hogan even... Right. Like, the, the crowd would have been so fascinating. The thing I, I, I think 
those two combined things, that's the end of the Monday Night Wars right there. You have the biggest thing from WCW versus the three biggest guys from the WWF. And then the sub-storylines in there, you have your Austin Hogan Didn't we end up getting that, that six-man you got Raw? You got, well, you got two, you got one guy out of that, it's Triple H. You had Rock and Austin versus NWO in a match that meant absolutely right. nothing. And that's the only time Austin and Hogan ever did a match yeah. in, in the same room. Yeah. Imagine with the sub-storylines. If you had, can Triple H be trusted because his friends are over there? Right. Yeah. Rock, Rock doesn't. Rock um, really can't stand those guys because they talk shit about him for years when Sean was still there because they said he mm-hmm. couldn't make it. You could have. So, you could have killed the bank. Austin didn't or wasn't put over by Hogan. Right. Back well, in WCW. Exactly. Yeah. You had so many cool things and like that even, main event. Even on the peri- even on the periphery, you could have brought Michaels in, not to wrestle. Sure. In the case of well. Whose side is he on? I mean, you've got, you know, Triple H was his buddy in D Generation X, but yet the original click was him, Paul, and Nash. Right. I mean, it's, it, it, would have, it would have been a cool continuation of this. Instead of just tucking it away forever to be buried forever, you could have done something with it further on. And then um, I would, your title match, Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho for the undisputed championship at WrestleMania. Because I can't wait till we get to where Kurt Angle just dissolves into shit. Like, he goes nowhere after this. He proves he's the Brett the Hitman heart of this generation at this point because he's like, I will do whatever you guys want me to do. I'm the best wrestler, but I will do exactly what you need me to do to help further, even if it's completely ridiculous. Even though I just was proved I was the top baby face for a couple months. Right. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's... I. Is it as bad, like, overall, just quick, a quick... It was it as bad as you remembered it? Yes. Jason? No, no better, no worse. Just as bad. <laughs> just as bad? Just as bad. Um, I would say, re-watching it, it's worse. Really? Because at the time, I was just watching it and enjoying it, and now looking at it and kind of analyzing it, reviewing it, it's It worse. sucks. It really does. Martin, what do you... Was it better or worse than you remembered it? Um... Slightly worse, but not <laughs> not um, not a huge amount. Not like to massive amounts of degree. Probably just about where I remember it being. I still got this like visceral thrill of seeing like Booker face off against WWF guys. Yeah, but it's just always tempered by the thing is well this just ends up going nowhere. This could have been incredible. Yeah. It could if, have been. You know, if, just like I said, just a bit more time would have been invested in every single part of it. Or if they just waited out everyone's contracts. That's the other yeah. thing. That's an easy fix. They could the, have just paced, the, paced, the fact waited that, out. Yeah. The fact that Bischoff, Mysterio, Goldberg, the NWO, Flair, Steiner, all debut within two years of this. Right. Is, it's a joke. Imagine if Brett wasn't injured. And he could have yeah. come back for this, like, and like you could have had a, he's a, he's torn storyline, yeah. like that would have been so fucking cool. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Brett, Brett had just wandered into the middle of this, and the idea is that both yeah, sides are calling him. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Brett. I didn't, you know, mean to. Well, they didn't treat me good either. Yeah, that's. I'm on my own team. He could be Sting. <laughs> Brett with the face paint is just purple paint. <laughs> He'd be just as depressed as Brett is in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's get out of here with this. So next month we're gonna be. He- what did you think of the show I mean, overall? I think it's all right. I think it's it's it, it Survivor Series. It, it's one you know, match. 
It, exactly. Like yeah. but the the I like the I enjoyed the Edge and um, Test match, the third act for the most part. Overall, though, as a show, eh, it's all right. Jason, where do you do you like it? Not like Middle it. Road, five. Yeah, I give it a six. Yeah, Martin, where do you put Survivor Series 01? Just rating it. Straight five out of ten. Not terrible, but not particularly memorable. Yeah, yeah. Saying it's the best right, one always. since SummerSlam isn't exactly a compliment. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh-uh. But next month's interesting. We go to Vengeance, which honestly, like, I still I, remember this. I remember three matches on the card, mm-hmm. but they're uh, only involves <laughs> a total of what four people, right? Overall, yeah. but so there's I, the rest of that undercard because I told you take like take Taker's heel turns awesome because it's the next week at the it's the second week after Survivor Series they do the kiss my ass thing again in Oklahoma City, and and Taker comes out and he's like. He does this awesome promo. He's like, I've been kissing his ass for 11 years. You think you're better than me, Jim? He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even let him answer. No. Well, honestly, Mark, I... Oh! <laughs> well, well I, that would probably start another too long conversation. It would be like, why did suddenly they start taking all these people and healing them out? It was just like, here's Jericho. Healed out. Taker. Healed out. I mean... Austin's a face, finally. Oh, yeah. we'll finally give you what you want. Nah. <laughs> the rocks here, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so the inv- the invasion is basically the you know, you can't have ice cream until you finish your vegetables. <laughs> or, or I was gonna say you can't have your pudding until so you, you can't eat your meat. Thank you. Your meat. Mm. Well, well, how about that? Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna end it. Academy, Pink Floyd. So, what I'm thinking? Like, yeah, I'm thinking. You. <laughs> you know, Key and Peele got a new one coming out. But they want to do like. End of Watch, like, meets, I don't know, fucking... Police Academy? No, no, like, Police Academy <laughs> is not in it. Oh, but, no. but it's called Police Academy for some reason. Oh, okay. Huh. But anyway, um, Vengeance will be, uh, unless we have something else that pops up before then, Vengeance is going to be the next um, the next wrestling podcast for us. The next movies for guys who like movies, we're going to be looking at episode 7 of Star Wars, The Force Awakens, which will be interesting because Jason hasn't seen it, and that's the whole crux of the episode is, what will Jason think? That <laughs> We're putting all the weight on it's that. It's not Police Academy 6. Is that six. a fat joke? We're putting all the weight on Jason. Is that a fat joke? Here it comes. Is that a fat joke? Might want to hit stop. It's about to get a little bloody in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> you listen here! I gotta go take a Duke shit. Yeah. Um, Alright, so that'll be the... the Next one until and unless um, again something pops up in between, but um, we're going to be working on some things for uh, possibly some more quick takes down the road, things like that. So we'll be announcing those as they come along. But um, until then, uh, the podcast is at New Blood Pod. It is on Facebook at New Blood Rising Podcast. We have an email. It's New Blood Rising Pod at Gmail um, also, keep an eye out this week. There will be, or no, no, there will be no preacher episode this week because they're replaying the premiere again tonight. There will be another um, preacher episode too. Will be next week because that's when they'll actually have one. So keep an eye out for that one as well. But in the meantime, I'm at William Rankin eighty three. I'm at the Jason Kiesling. I'm at CM underscore Stabs. And I'm at Only And we'll see you guys next time for movies for guys who like movies for episode seven of Star Wars. This is the end, beautiful prayer. This is the end, my only friend, the end of our elaborate plans, the 
The killer awoke before dawn. He put his boots on. He took a face from the ancient gallery and he walked on down the hall. He went into the room where his sister lived and then he Paid a visit to his brother and then he He walked on down the hall And he came to a door And he looked inside Father, yes son, I want to kill you Come on, baby, take a chance with us. Come on, baby, take a chance with us and meet me at the back of the blue bus.
Never follow 